Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. Was that supposed to be funny? Get these clowns out of here. Why would they do that? Do I have any freaking game? Dude. It's a cocky bunch, man. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And be a part of the show on Facebook Live and YouTube as we've got uh, opportunities for you to be a part of the show today. You can chime in on what you'd like to talk about, what's your favorite bowl potential destination how about bowl opponent we'll touch on that on today's program quite a bit with jonathan ellerby and willie smith here in hour number one mike mullis will join us hour two of today's program and bryce williams former east carolina tight end coming up in hour number three we'll also talk some pirate hoops during today's program as east carolina back home tonight against south carolina state coming off their first road loss their first road game and road loss of the year saturday against old dominion but pretty good start for mike schwartz's guys they are 16 point favorites tonight against winless south carolina state who has not played a home game all year they have just been traveling on the road taking l's and uh, we'll see if we can give them another one tonight at seven o'clock shirley rhodes is here intern peter here with video production chandler honeycutt supervising and once again, Jonathan Ellerby is here in studio. Hello, Ellerby. What's up, Clipper? Did you say we're playing the Washington Generals tonight? They're just See, traveling on the road taking L's? Is that what they're doing? They do that similar to the uh, the Generals, but this is uh, this is not a staged event. They're going to try to win tonight uh, against okay. East Carolina. We're, we're not going to hear the uh, Harlem Globetrotters music. No buckets <laughs> of confetti. No shenanigans. Just real basketball. No four-point shots. I don't believe so. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, that's going on tonight at 7 o'clock. You going, Ellerby? Yeah. All right. I'm in. See how easy that is? Just ask a question. It's a yes or no question, <laughs> right? Very simple. Very simple. Some people have a hard, uh, hard time with it. I know. Some do. Uh, Willie Smith joining us. How you doing, Willie? Doing great. Doing great, man. Great to be back in here. Good to see you. Uh, you asked me if I had plenty of turkey. Let me ask you, how was your Thanksgiving? Oh, man, it was awesome. I, I ate way too much turkey, man. I was stuffed for days. Did you do 75 hard on Thursday? Definitely not. Like 75 <laughs> pounds of food on Thursday. <laughs> That's what I meant. Yeah, 75 pounds. Yeah, probably. <laughs> how, many, how many meals did you eat? Did you go to one big feast or did you have to go to several feasts? It was it was one huge feast at the beginning. Took a break. Came back for another huge one. Then it was like so much dessert. And man, it was uh, just at my mom's house all day, man, eating all day. So I probably easily put on 10 pounds. <laughs> easily. I didn't get to ask you last week, what's your favorite Thanksgiving side dish? uh favorite side dish um the stuffy man my, yeah. my mom makes a great stuff with turkey go. mixed in it's, it's delicious can't beat it yeah, yeah. did uh, anyone else out eat willie smith on thanksgiving or were you the number one eater there 
Nah, you'd be surprised, man. We got some people who can eat in my family. Oh, man. really? <laughs> we be going at it. So you you let people, you, you weren't trying to get the title. But nah, the, I was just enjoying the food, man. You just went for yourself and then uh, let everybody else take care of the rest. Right, right. That's right. All right. Well, now it's time to lose that weight, I guess. And yeah. Yeah. For some, not for me. I'm, I'm good. Uh, I'm ready for another Thanksgiving meal. We should do it more often. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Why not? I mean, why Why just one time a year? Where would you put the second Thanksgiving in the year? I mean, if you want to split it up, you, it doesn't feel right if it was a warm weather event, even yeah. though it was pretty balmy this Thanksgiving. So I'll say February, man. Yeah, I was thinking like end of winter, somewhere, like somewhere. March. Like, um, here you go, Ellerby. The Thursday of the NCAA tournament. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> yeah. And you're watching all those games and eating yeah. food all day. The same. Perfect. Same menu. Like, it has to be turkey, ham, stuffing. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it can go with what you like. but Because uh, the 4th of July is kind of like a Thanksgiving. It's more hot dogs, hamburgers, yeah, and maybe adult beverages. Yeah, but you're going to what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. But, but I'm, that's not, if you're putting a second Thanksgiving. Middle of March, uh, NCAA tournament round one. So you've got games on all day, just like Thanksgiving. Right. And you're it's still kind of cool outside. You have the morning to kind of ease through it, and then games start at noon. Yeah. Like at Thanksgiving. I mean, it's it's all, it's set up perfect. All we're missing is the meal. Yeah. That's, Try it, folks. Let me know, uh, let but me know how it maybe goes. Maybe we should start Clipsgiving. Clipsgiving. Yeah. We'll Come, call it Clipsgiving. Clipsgiving <laughs> coming up. Coming to the, your way in March. We just gotta, if, or we just got to get a commitment whether it's the same menu we're doing. Turkey. Right ham dressing so will uh tony dunn who comes on the show he has uh italian heritage they add lasagna to the thanksgiving menu so if you could add one food to eclipse giving in march like what what would you add to the thanksgiving menu okay so this is we're talking about march madness so you know i'm saying we're adding some wings man <laughs> all right <laughs> that'd so, be good. i mean that goes with anything yeah, yeah but just think of your traditional thanksgiving foods and then you got a beautiful plate of wings to go with it I kind of like the lasagna thing that that is like as like your dinner. You yeah. know, if you eat a traditional Thanksgiving somewhere between noon and two, right, and then like you're you had enough of that, right, you and want then something different, and then you get a nice slice of lasagna about seven eight o'clock that yeah. night. Yeah, I kind of yeah. like where Tony Dunn's head is on that. All right, uh, Ellerby, you might I, have some Italian in you. And there. now I'm thinking with with Willie's idea, we do wings to start off our day on Clipsgiving. And then maybe finish like it off the, with some Italian. Like the noon tip-off, go with the wings. Right. And then for the 2.30, you have your big Thanksgiving meal. Oh, I, I'm, And then it's 7. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting way ahead of ourselves. Y- y'all making me hungry, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's change the subject. All right, so we'll talk bowls in a minute. We do have some, um, some coaching news here. This is spreading around. This is Matt Fortuna uh, of The Athletic, covers college football. Uh, Georgia Tech who if you read social media have already hired willie fritz and he's already their coach the problem is willie fritz has been doing press conferences with tulane all week what and he's ready to coach them in their championship game uh and he says he's going to be the coach next year at tulane well uh now sources are saying georgia tech is going to hire as their next full-time head football coach the interim coach at georgia tech brent key he went four and four after taking over for Jeff Collins midseason, beat two ranked teams in the process, including North Carolina. I don't recall who the other one was. Uh, hung with Georgia for a half uh, last week in the rivalry game, but um, that is the apparently going to be the move there. Ellerby don't know what the deal was with the Willie Fritz. We'll have Corey Gluer on our show tomorrow on Pirate Radio Live to talk AAC championship and also the latest on fritz so maybe he's got some details on it but 
kind of an interesting move there lb it looked like fritz was going to be the guy but it's going to be brent key doesn't look like a very splashy hire for georgia tech anytime i think you know you promote the interim in today's world it's uh not the 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 sexy play yeah however jay bat got his man however if the interim person ends up being dabo sweeney who replaced tommy bowden during the middle of the year and had some success finishing up at clemson that year he did that and uh, has gone on to some success or a lot of success at clemson then you can point to that you but, could have uh, Dabo. you could have bill stewart remember he took sure. over for who rich rod yes as the interim and uh and for west virginia so yeah it could go either way there yeah so it's, it's an interesting hire by uh, jay bat's first real big hire as he steps in evaluates the program for for a month i guess he felt if he couldn't get a deal done maybe you know who knows what the deal was with willie fritz if that just kind of fell apart or uh, and who else, you know we talked on this show about Deion sanders what a splash he would be in atlanta with nil yeah. and uh, at georgia tech there were some other names i think even mike houston's name got kicked around in some articles for for the georgia tech job so um interesting move uh, we'll see how you know georgia tech's in an interesting position in the acc because they're they're kind of one of those teams that people think could be doing a lot better, but they really hadn't done very much since uh, Paul Johnson left uh, down there a few years ago. Yeah, I've heard Dion's name with Colorado and a little bit with South Florida. I never heard it with Georgia Tech, which is surprising to me. I was shocked. Former that, Falcon, you know, yeah. former Brave. Yes. Former Brave. Um, and, and I don't know. And I talked to a few people that are have family that are Georgia Tech alums, and I guess a lot of it has to do, which is surprising, this, and I can't even believe I'm saying this and that I heard it, but that the academics at Georgia Tech are so hard, oh, wow. uh, you know, because it's such a you hard, know, engine, hard guys, engineering man. school and, yeah. and others. It, it, well, it's hard to recruit people because it's hard to sell them a program. For, right. There's not a lot of, I guess, programs out there for athletes to yeah. major in, maybe, yeah. that, yeah. which I, I find that tough to believe because they've had some they've gotten some really good athletes in there before you yeah. know especially in basketball you know the the, the teams over over the years but then georgia tech's been good at football over the i mean calvin johnson's probably one of the best receivers ever to play in the national football league yeah came out of georgia tech so um i don't know just an interesting interesting twist uh in georgia tech if uh, jay bat's going to promote his interim guy so i guess we still count uh academics with athletics and sports I don't know. I thought who, that was a thing of the past. I don't know who does, which was, I mean, that's been the big thing with, uh, you know, the Auburn thing that they've, you know, moved on to Hugh Freeze and that the Auburn administration was pushing back or so. It's like, are you serious right now? <laughs> like, I mean, right. who's who's pushing back? Like, n- nothing's pushing back. You know, they, they have, you know, they've got a ton of money they're throwing at this program and no one's pushing away any dollars right now. They're, 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 it's winning at all costs, right, right. uh, especially at these SEC schools. saw Absolutely. a uh, tweet about Hugh Freeze, uh, you know, the Carnell Williams, a.k.a. Cadillac, was their mm-hmm. interim coach. And it's, yesterday it said, we got rid of a Cadillac and hired an escort. Wow. <laughs> to use car terms. Yes. And Hugh, Hugh Freeze is definitely having his past brought right back up yeah. into the forefront as uh, he takes over this Auburn program. But I'm sure when it rolls around in September of 2023, the orange and blue pom-poms are going to be yeah. going strong at Jordan-Hare Stadium. He and did retain uh, Cadillac, by the way. So I think it's a strong, strong first move. And, and I thought if, you know, if someone would have hired at Georgia Tech, they would have probably retained that guy because he was an alum as well. 
all right so there's a little bit of coaching news on this tuesday bowl news well there is no news i was gonna say the bigger story the bigger story there is that willie fritz is staying at tulane yeah and that's uh that's huge for them right because we've seen these coaches get poached from the aac um namely temple and you know temple hasn't been able to recover from their last which was what jeff collins went to georgia tech last winning temple coach uh yeah he's already gone to georgia tech um but these uh these schools have a tough time we've seen it with east carolina trying to uh to replace although ecu fired ruffin mcneil yeah and did it to themselves basically uh but scotty montgomery we know what happened there mike houston has turned it around has turned it into a winning team a bowl team but now Tulane, for hopefully for them, won't have to worry about that. We'll see if they're out of the woods, though, because there are other jobs open, right? Yeah, there's there's certainly more jobs open, but also tougher for East Carolina because Willie Fritz is staying at Tulane because the Tulane's staying, of course, in the American Athletic Conference. I think we've posted a lot of stories of you know Charlotte, FAU, USF. They all have openings still. Their conference opponents in the future, Tulsa, another team that has an opening. So there's so that's just openings within the future AAC. You just mentioned. Some current, some wow. uh, future, yeah. So th- yeah. there's a lot of opening. There's a lot of movement. As this, as East Carolina transitions next year into this new AAC, you'll kind of see it a lot like in 20, I believe, 13, when East Carolina played in the new Conference USA, or the, yeah, the new Conference USA, where a lot of those te- same teams were coming in. But if a lot of teams are having new coaches, Willie Smith, yeah. that's going to be a transitional period, not only for getting players and coaches on the same page, but then you're going into the AAC, where hopefully if you're an East Carolina team that will be going into year five, assuming nothing changes that yeah. Mike Houston is here next year, right. that that his well-oiled machine would have an advantage over over these other teams uh, that, that are coming in with not only new coaches, but uh, in a, into a new league. What's well, the quarterback situation for those teams? Because we will have a new era there. Yeah, I mean, it's that we've got the the coaching and the program aspect down, but there's going to be a ton of unknowns heading into next season. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I hear a lot on the fifth quarter, and I hear a lot. I mean, everybody's so concerned about you know, the, everybody was so concerned about getting Mason Garcia experience this year. Yeah. My question is, everybody how, but the coaches. My question is, <laughs> right. how much did the backup quarterback play at like Alabama? Georgia. Who cares? But I see, know. But, Who cares? But, but look, they have all Americans all around them. That is not a here's the difference though. <laughs> They're playing against the best of the best in practice. I mean, that's the guys totally in practice different. are playing. It's like that's a game for them. And their backups are five star, right? right? But it doesn't mean he's. I mean, <laughs> but doesn't that mean he has to get live action against five stars the next year? I mean, I'm just saying, like, how that's many a totally that's how many fine. backup quarterbacks across the country really get a lot of extra playing time? Not and not it, a lot. And if it was garbage time that Mason Garcia would have gotten, how valuable would that time have been? None. I didn't want garbage time. I wanted right. him to play when it mattered. Right. And he didn't. So and you want to run a two quarterback system? No, I want a Mason Garcia to get a series. Every game. If you want to call it that, you can label it whatever you want. Uh, so it was the end of the season. It doesn't matter. It, he, it didn't. Definitely he, he didn't. He didn't now. So, so you, you, th- you believe that Mason Garcia should have gotten at least a series. What could yeah. have hurt? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, I mean, you're going to feel it next year, man, with you know him not getting those reps in. He's going to be getting them live when it, when it matters you know, the most. You know, so. so if Mason Garcia comes in and throws a pick six – in a game that he gets series, it gets gets eight. That's his series. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Get, does he get a series the next week? 
Yeah, I mean, he, he, he's if, he, if he's what? my guy moving forward, then yes. Does he get a series next week? He, he has to. What hypo- learn, Are we man. hypothetically talking about this year? Yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, I'm talking about this past year. This, yeah. this past year. Yeah, during yeah the, you dur- want to see what dur- you got during the Temple game. Yeah, you know, East Carolina's up by six or down by six. He comes in and throws a pick six. It's not about like. It's about the future. It's right. not about that game or the next game. It's about seeing what you got. If he throws pick sixes every week we put him in, you know you need to go to the portal to get right. somebody. Right. This guy isn't doing it. You don't think they need to know if they need to go to the portal or not based on maybe sure, whether, whether they played, why he didn't play or didn't play. In my other, You go the other way if Mason Garcia comes in the game and throws a 50-yard bomb for a touchdown, yeah. does he get the next series? That's a great question because, you know. Or does he get, if they go eight plays, 80 yards, does he get the next series? Because he's the hot hand. Again, who cares? It didn't happen. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm just saying your current quarterback won seven games. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, like, what was wrong with having, like, just going all in with one quarterback all year long? Because he's leaving and we need, you, we need to know what's happening next year. Like, we want somebody that got some experience going into next year, which that didn't happen. Nobody's so. saying, are you, do you think we're saying bench Holton Aylers? No, I'm just trying to wonder what, what was the necessity <laughs> of, I mean, I just don't see, he, he was the next man up and we never had to go to the next man up. Right. But there were chances to get him some live reps, college football right. snaps. Right. When? Like just during a, during a like a heated game, like during one of the I mean most in the of our, second quarter of a game, give him three plays. As I said, then I run the scenario. What happens if he gives up six points, <laughs> or what happens if Not he goes down the put, field and get and get, and get a, six points? It's just a learning experience, man. It's yeah, like, I, he, he's getting do, do, you, do you create? I mean, if you're a coach, do you create more? You know, controversy among your team, or do you have a united locker room because you're getting to see your. I'm just saying that you may be creating more problems than you want to if you're a coach. Well, luckily, we avoided all those problems, and we, we finished the way we did. I I, I guess you – so you're fine clearly with, with how it worked and don't think he needs any – and even if he did get a snap here or there, it's no guarantee that actually helps him next year in Michigan. Yeah. But it it can't hurt. What could it hurt to give him live reps? Again? I think I threw out a few examples of how it could hurt. One, yeah. because eight plays, eighty yards for a touchdown. Yeah, it maybe splits the team into who has confidence in what quarterback. Or if he throws a pick six, then it hurts your defense confidence, being like, "Well, dag on." So we did. So <laughs> you, put, you took out a perfectly capable quarterback. <laughs> so we didn't play him. So it wouldn't hurt Ayler's feelings and the rest of the team. It would have fractured the entire team if we played him. I just thought you didn't have to replace him because there was no need to. Was there a time when you felt like that the quarterback should have been switched out? Or you just at some point, you're, you it's kind of like when, when Logan used to bench Gerard and put in uh, Austin just because he had to put him in for that one series. Austin never became the starting quarterback at East Carolina. Well, the Temple game didn't really matter. I'm probably getting in trouble for saying that. The bowl game doesn't know. matter. I, I know. Plague Mason Garcia. So you're, you're you on. Definitely need to both of y'all want to start Mason Garcia. Nobody Mason said that. <laughs> no, 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 no. But he needs you know, to get some reps. Se- second series. Second series, Mason Garcia second comes in. Quarter. Second yeah. quarter. Second quarter. He That's starts me. the second quarter. Yeah. What do you think, Willie? And I, I agree with you, man. He, he needs to get some, some significant reps this game because he is the guy next year going into the season unless we go into the transfer portal and find somebody. But he needs reps, man. He got to get reps, you know, for this uh, this bowl game, man, because we need to see what he has. And, you know, like Clip said, like, if he's not the guy, we need to know. Like, we don't want to find out after the season's already started. 
And, and not we need to know like the coaches need to know right right like, the that, team that's what needs I'm saying. to know like, that's the, what you're team, saying yeah the, the team needs to know what about the teams that start true freshmen as quarterback how do they know you know when you know so they, they didn't have the opportunity to play that high school guy because yeah. they wasn't on the roster again that's a different example we're not saying like it, it has to happen this way it would be uh, it would be more advantageous to play this guy if he's available on your roster and you know he's the future. Maybe they don't know he's the future. Maybe he's transferring. I don't know. Right. Either way, he didn't play. Right. So. I just I just don't have a problem with playing one quarter. Like if East Carolina gets up by twenty or twenty five points and wants to play a second quarterback, then yeah. go for it. I'm just I'm not, I mean if you got a hot hand or you got a guy you trust that knows the plays, knows the offense that you believe yeah. in. Then I, I in, in the quarterback position, I'm I'm going with that. We didn't always have a high hand, right? There was times in the season where it was like, man, like we might need to give somebody some more reps. Like, well, that's a completely different conversation. I you, agree. You, but you, got, you just brought it up. But, right. I know, but you, the conversation you said is y'all wanted to play him in the second quarter. You right. said there. The, now you're saying, and then you started you a new said, conversation. And now, so I'm talking to you. So now, now you're saying the conversation. There were times. No, no, you started this conversation. <laughs> okay, I started the conversation. Yeah. But now, but now, both you guys are saying there were times that you felt that Holton should have been back. No, no, for Mason Garcia. No. <laughs> you said something about a hot hand. You got to ride the high hand. I said we didn't always have the hot hand. Right. I was just commenting on that. I didn't say take out Holden Aethers, put in Mason Garcia. Okay. I'm Where's just... my attorney? <laughs> <laughs> I love doing this. Did we talk about clips uh, giving yet? I love the. Uh, <laughs> we both try to put words in each other's mouths. Because <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. if I had to put turkey in your mouth, there would be no conversation. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody has a turkey and would like for me to shut up, just put it in front of me. Right. So I just, I just, I mean, I think either you have you have one quarterback, okay, or you have multiple options. All right. We just have to agree to disagree with me then. If I got a guy that I know, I'm getting the back started. If I had a guy that I know that has potential, I want to get him some reps. Even if my guy that I'm starting right now is a great quarterback, he's doing things great, I want to get my next guy some reps to have him ready for next season. Well, let me ask you guys this then. Why did Mason Garcia not play this year? What, what, why do you think he did not play? For me, that that that, that speaks volumes as well because that, that's telling me that, hey, the coaching staff may not have that much faith in this guy or not as much faith as they do in you know Holton and secondly they're not thinking so much about the future they want to win right now yeah that's it for me Mike Houston is still uh, a young head coach in college football every game matters for him for his future his resume his ultimate landing stop wherever that may be and and also they have a record-breaking quarterback as a starting quarterback right I mean so to what Willie said times two I mean he's right like they have a clear number one quarterback. That's Holt Nailers. Also, Mike Houston is trying to win every single football game and leave no doubt. And so he thought that his best chance to win every single football game was to leave number 12 in there. Clearly. And right. and, and and because he believed if he'd have won more football games than this coaching carousel conversation right now. Yeah, he'd be on the way out the door right now. We, we might be talking about his name. Right. If, if they were 9-3 and three right now. Absolutely. Or 10-2. and two, Absolutely. Maybe even eight and four. Yeah. Depending yeah. on what that other win was. Right. We might so I think in the world as a college football fan and 
commentator or what you have to think that that's the way coaches think yeah they got to think what they're, they're thinking how can they win right now yeah season to see and they're not really worried about the future because the future yeah. in college sports is the most volatile it's ever been because yeah. you don't know with the transfer portal with with i mean i thought i saw somewhere on twitter day i don't know if it was a joke or not i was at a stoplight just hit it real fast is spencer rattler transferring to nebraska is that or was that just a rumor or just something a joke or something i saw i'm just saying like the season to season of where everybody is moving yeah whether it's a head coach an assistant coach a player anybody yeah i mean and now the carousel is just starting everybody's like you know now you got the cincinnati coach at wisconsin but then what assistants are going with them? Now, what players are going with them? I right. mean, everybody, the whole yeah. thing is so. So maybe, I mean, does it speak volumes that they didn't have confidence in Mason Garcia? Or did it speak more? I mean, maybe it's, maybe it's a little bit of everything. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little bit of, of everything. But, you know, you, you make a really good point with that right there that, hey, man, it's about winning now because you just don't know. Like you said, you don't know what the future holds, man. Like somebody, your, your main guy might be transferring out. You know, hey, this, I want to win now. Uh, I might have an opportunity to, to go to another you know great program to keep building my, my my career. It's a lot of moving parts, man. And you know, like you said, I, I think that's what it comes down to. At the end of the day, this is not, you know, uh, Mike's forever home. Like he, he's he's going to be leaving here once he has you know an opportunity. So you know, I think that, that all plays into it. I saw something that I don't agree with, but uh, I saw it. I'll share it. Like it said, Mike Houston thought he'd by this year what is this year four four yeah and this is Ayler's last and final year that by this time he thought he'd already have another offer and that's why you know you stick with Ayler's and you don't really worry that much about the future because you're going to be out of here by the end of this year anyway right now but i don't agree with that he's still building for the future they're still recruiting they're trying to develop quarterbacks they'll probably go to the portal maybe see what's out there at quarterback but just throwing that out there. That I think how you that. build for the future in college football is a lot like building a sandcastle on the beach. You're building it, and then the ocean washes a little bit of it away, and then yeah. you got to go back and rebuild it. it. Everything's a lot more temporary yeah. than it was before, and and I think it's more temporary because everybody's more temporary. Right. And until people want to make it more permanent, because I mean, Luke Fickle just signed an extension last off season to up his salary to five million. Well, guess what? This new season, this new off season, yeah. he's the head coach with a two and a half million dollar pay raise at Wisconsin. Yep. So I just think you know, and and the players the same way. I mean, look at look at Lincoln. This time last year, Lincoln Riley was the head football coach at Oklahoma. Yeah. So was the so was the guy that's getting ready to win the Heisman at USC. Right. He was a start. They were both at Oklahoma. They were Boomer yeah. Sumer. That's crazy. You know what? <laughs> now they're about to be in the college football playoff. Right. In Southern California. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I think if you get if you start thinking too far forward, yeah, about building the future and yeah. developing Mason Garcia, right? I mean, I, I just I think that could be a dangerous dangerous place to live in yeah. the world of college football. And that's the sad thing about this this transfer portal, man. It really does mess up, you know, a lot of the the way it used to be, you know. But it's to, not the transfer portal has coaches in it, has players in yeah, it. It's, I, has mean, every, so, I mean, it, you can't you does, can't just man, pin, I hate when people just pin it on I, the players. I, I, I hate it though, man, just because like you, you want to see people buy in and really build something, you know. So I, I really do hate to see that, you know, this generation is just different. Um and but, you know, Clip brings up a good point too though, you know, they should probably bring in the quarterback to create competition, you know, in the offseason. 
um, might, to make Garcia might, better. You might know? divide the locker room, Ellery. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you got one quarterback or you have every quarterback? <laughs> hey, look, who's gonna, who can win the game right now? Right. right. You know what? Like, if, it, if, it's, if it's fourth and two with two seconds left and we got to kick a field goal to win, then you look at everybody. Who's our best kicker? Yep. Let's get him out there to kick the ball. Might as well bring uh, this uncomfortable conversation to the table. What are the, uh, the odds that Keaton Mitchell was the – starting running back at ECU next year. Man, that guy's gone. <laughs> and gone, where man. is he gone? NFL or another NFL, uh, school? Man. I think he's going to leave, man. Like, yeah. Can he that... go to the National Football League? Or does he is he eligible? He's a COVID sophomore, so he's been three years out. So he's eligible? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd love for him to go to the National Football League. I mean, yeah, he, that would he, be a sight to see, man. And, and I would not be surprised if, I mean, he, he's going to get offered. Yeah. Somewhere else. It's just a matter Somebody of where he feels what what's what's the best situation for him. Yeah. And I don't blame him. And if East Carolina, and I, and maybe there's a case for East Carolina to be the best situation for him. And I hope that is the case. But because uh, he yeah. could come back here and be a record breaker and uh, go to the National Football League. People like you have been in the National Football League yeah. from East Carolina. You can get to the next level right. playing football at uh, any school, really. Right. And uh, he's proven his talent. Um, yeah. It's just a matter of uh, what is the future for him. But definitely, that's that's the thing. Everything's temporary right now. You, yeah. Our roster. Is uh, you know, and that's the price. Look, there was years ago when there was nobody on our roster that that if they were going in the transfer portal, they were yeah. going down. Yeah, yeah, down a level or two, right? To go transfer somewhere right. else. So, yeah. um, you kind of got to look at it as a feather in your cap, and you got to have the next man up mentality of, yeah. hey, look, who's the next? You know, when Rajay Harris went down this year, right? Marlon Gunn, <laughs> right. next man. I mean, hey, look. That young man got an opportunity this year, showed his talents. Yeah. And he's got a ton of potential, I think, as well. So I just think the, the quarterback position gets the most attention. Yeah. And so I, I think it'll be very interesting to see what the next step is uh, with that. And, and as I, there are some other quarterbacks on the team, too, Clip, you know, that, that may be battling with Mason Garcia. And, and look, there's probably another quarterback out there looking for an opportunity to transfer. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if we hit the portal. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's true, man. And, and as far as Keaton goes, you know, I, I, he's probably looking at it like this right now. If he was to come out, I would imagine he's probably like a fourth, fifth round guy. Um, but if he transferred to a, you know, a bigger school that had a lot of talent around him that he can really shine, he might become a first, second round guy if he can really, you know, light it up. So and he he got some decisions to make. But like you said, man, I would love to see him stay here at ECU and and really just kind of break the records and and make some things happen. And I imagine he's probably looking at. You know what O line is returning. You know what what other um, weapons on offense are coming back next year as well. Because that's going to make a you know difference in what he's going to be able to do as well. So he, he's probably weighing all of that into consideration, man. Willie Smith, Ellerby here. Uh, do you think the starting quarterback at Michigan for ECU next year is currently on the roster? Yeah. Okay, Willie. I would bet if I was betting yes or no, I'd say yes. Too soon to tell for me because. I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen it. It's a yes or no. I, I, it's a I yes or no. Seen Take a it's guess. A, I have it's not. A, it's okay, a yes no. The answer is no. All right. There okay. you go. See? One yes, one no. That's what we love. little dissension in the ranks. Good stuff. All right. Um, I, we don't have any bold news, but the, we're just kind of – LRB, what do you know? What do you hear? You talk to people. Uh, East Carolina's bowl eligible. Have okay. you heard that? I have. They're 7-5, and five, and uh, I'm hearing – you know everything else everybody's hearing Fenway's in the mix military's in the mix I, the thing with me the outcome of the UCF Tulane game should have no effect on what East Carolina's bowl game should be they, they sh- East Carolina should have I mean the bowl or the American 
or whoever's making the announcement should go ahead and say, right. East Carolina, congratulations for your season. You're in the Military Bowl. You're in the Fenway Bowl. You're in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. You're in the Birmingham Bowl. You're in Shreveport. It doesn't matter what I mean. And then hold the other two spots for Tulane and UCF and then go from there. We're going to keep twisting in the wind until we get that final announcement. But hearing like more now that maybe Fenway wants a different American team that isn't East Carolina. So while East Carolina, it was kind of trending towards Fenway, maybe it's coming further south now. I don't know. We don't know. So we'll just, uh, when we find out, we'll let you know. And what is the real truth? I mean, it's like politics. What is the real truth? Does fin- what does Fenway really have? How much does the bowl have a say into what American team they want and what ACC team they want? And how much say does the conference have? How much say do the teams in the conference have? Like if Warren Saber. If you could divide the pie up and if everybody had like an electoral college vote, yeah. you know, like if, you know, the bowl got 25%, you know, and just go from I'm there. I'm guessing the bowl has the most say, right? I would think ESPN has the most say. <clears throat> if I had yeah. to guess, no. then, then maybe the bowl. Yeah. I give an ESPN at least fifty-one percent. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm giving the bowl maybe twenty-five. Right. Then the conference maybe. Where are we at? Then maybe the conference twenty-three and the team yeah. two. <laughs> <laughs> Ellerby loves a divided locker room. Uh, does, Warren Saber said, "Why don't they let the players pick what bowl they want to play in out of the invites the school gets?" He says, "Can't be that money hungry, can we?" So uh, you do a player vote, Ellerby. Look, if the, if you really want to reward the the, the play, who's the who are the who's the bowl game for? The players. If it's for the players, yeah. Then look, why don't we load up the bowl games in the Bahamas, in right. Florida, right. in Hawaii, or in a big city with a nice NFL dome? Yeah, you know where they can get a swag, stay right. in a big time NFL city, get yeah. the NFL treatment. Right. If that's what it's about. Let's do that. And let's do away with Shreveport, Birmingham, you know. And, and the, the monster, the green monster is awesome. But maybe fly the team up there to a Boston Red Sox game in the summer if you want to have, right. if you want the Pirates to go see and experience Fenway and hear the seventh inning stretch with, with Sweet Caroline. You know, I've been there. It's awesome. It's really cool. How many football players on this ECU team know about the Red Sox stadium? Maybe 10%. 15 do you think any i don't know like if i pulled them right now i'll do it next monday i'll say what is the green monster <laughs> you know be like uh something on nickelodeon <laughs> I don't, the yankees red sox thing is so big i, I would think that it's it's uh, been in enough of their faces but that'll be a great question on mondays in the players lounge yeah i will make sure i ask that um all right anything else uh willie smith what bowl game do you want the pirates to go to somewhere warm man I don't care. Somewhere warm. So Willie went to. Did you go to Hawaii? Yeah. Yeah. He went to the nicest bowl ever, and then a couple of the coldest with the Liberty Bowl back to back. Right. Well, the Kentucky yeah. Liberty Bowl wasn't that cold. The Arkansas. It was Arkansas. Arkansas. Arkansas, Arkansas the yeah. Arkansas one was 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 freeze your beer cold. Like yeah. you, you'd walk from the beer stand to your seat, and your beer would be frozen. Yeah. It was that cold. So Hawaii Mil- military did, bowl was cold too, though. Yeah. That that was a cold one too. And uh, the, ten what, yeah. military bowl. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Did you play in the Hawaii Bowl? Yeah, I was defensive end then. Okay, so you got some action. I thought you were you might have been just chilling with a lay on the sidelines. I wish, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, obviously, that was the best bowl trip, right? Yeah, I mean, hands down, no question. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was nice. Willie, if uh, any East Carolina coaches need to sell their houses because they've got new jobs in the off season or anything, or if anybody needs to sell yeah. their house, how can they get up with Willie Smith for yeah, real estate yeah. needs? Best way to reach me is to give me a call on my cell 
252-258-8168. All right, Willie Smith, our real and estate Willie, you're in the, uh, are you in the flipping game? Yeah, yeah, I saw man, just, just flipped my first album, man. It was uh, pretty dope. All right, cool. That's something you're going to keep keep doing? Oh, yeah, man. If y'all got some deals, bring it to me. Anything that looks like it needs to be tore down, bring that to me. That's what I want to flip. Did you do the full <laughs> flip like you did the work, too? Nah, heck no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you just bought low and so high. Right, right, you. right, right. I got you. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Willie, uh, enjoy the chat, man. Yeah, man. We talk food, football. Fight. It was great. Yeah, the three Fs. His uh, his heck no on the flip was faster than the quarterback decision. <laughs> <laughs> it was way faster. I mean, he was like a heck no. <laughs> All right, let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. More to go. USA on top of Iran, one nil. They are entering minute number seventy-two. If USA wins, they advance to the round of sixteen, the knockout stage. So we'll keep you up to date on that on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck. More to go on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Well, Copy Pro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year, and they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you. Power Radio Live here on a Tuesday. USA in a must-win game. Up one nothing on Iran, seventy seventh minute. So uh, about thirteen minutes plus the uh, added time. So we'll just call it about eighteen minutes left to go. If USA can keep Iran from scoring, they will advance to the round of sixteen, the knockout stage, and play this weekend. I believe I'm not going to look at that yet until it's official to see when they will play. England uh, is certainly advancing because they are up 3-0 on Wales. So Wales uh, eliminated. Iran with a tie can advance because they uh, have a win in this tournament against Wales. So there's that. one nothing on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck. Da Buck. Chandler Honeycutt to my left. Hello, Chandler. What's up, buddy? You doing all right? I'm doing good. Good. Uh, boy, no vibe check to get from you this week. No, but I was just thinking, I am enjoying the bowl speculation segments that we're having on this show this week because, well, one, we other than last year, before last year, we had not been to a bowl game in five or six years. Last year, just a couple of days after the tough loss to Cincinnati at home to end the regular season, it was announced that we were going to the military bowl. We didn't know who the opponent was going to be, but we knew the destination for the Pirates in the bowl game they were going to, to go to. So we didn't have that speculation like we did last year. Or we're having that speculation this year, unlike we did last year. And uh, I like kind of going through the scenarios of, all right, which one are we going to go to? Will it be Fenway? Will it be military? Will it be Myrtle Beach? I know a lot of people do not want to go to military again. I think Fenway would be cool. 
Um, uh, Myrtle Beach obviously would be a close enough spot for Pirate fans to flood and get down to uh, Dirty Myrtle and enjoy some Pirate football to end the year. But I'm liking the speculation. It's fun to talk about the different destinations we can end up. All right. Uh, one bowl is set, at least one. That is the first on the list, the Bahamas Bowl, 11.30 a.m. on Friday, December 16th. It'll be Miami of Ohio against UAB. Okay. Uh, options for ECU that we have been you know, potentially hearing about. Fenway, we've talked about that one a lot. That is an 11 a.m. kickoff on Saturday, December 17th um frisco bowl has an american tie-in got to imagine a game in texas is going to have a team from texas or at least not from north carolina out of the aac so not hearing much about frisco bowl uh myrtle beach bowl 230 monday december 19th uh could be a possibility boca raton um <clears throat> already played in that rat. stadium once this year that is 7 30 on tuesday december 20th uh on espn of course um some other ones gasparilla uh and independence and neither one of those have kickoff times they're both friday december 23rd a couple of days before christmas uh the birmingham bowl is two days after christmas that does not have a kickoff time listed uh that and the first responder bowl don't have kickoff times that i'm looking at right now tuesday december 27th uh birmingham bowl certainly a uh, potential bowl as well they moved that bowl up because i remember back in 2014 slash 2015 that bowl was played in january like january 6th or something yeah because i remember we uh my dad announced at christmas time or between christmas and new year's that we were going to the bowl and it was after new year's so i remember that being in january so now it's what december 27th oh oh, oh you mean the one ecu played in because uh, there was Florida. a bowl that was like after the was there a bowl game played after the championship one year? That, or maybe that, after that we played in? No, that uh, somebody played in. Oh, I have no idea. Th- maybe after the playoff or something like somebody that. Somebody commented the, the other day on either Facebook or YouTube. I want to say it was Facebook. Somebody said, you know what's bad or you know what's worse than anything in the world? Playing a bowl game after a national championship game. I think I was Robert. And I don't know if it was after a championship or after the playoff, like the, the you know, the four playoff. Oh, right? uh, okay. But but there has been like random i hate to say meaningless meaningless for most uh bowl games played that late as iran just had a great chance to score they did not and usa holds on to their one nothing lead as they play now 81st minute in cutter qatar whatever you want to call it cutter cutter rack them rack them have you enjoyed the soccer today no you're just you're not a fan i'm not a fan of soccer. i like that you're not a fake fan like pretending I, to be no a, i'm not going to sit here and go yeah wow yeah i'm having a good time i just can't get into it man but now i will get excited and that's when usa scores because that is an awesome feeling yeah and they did that earlier they did it a second time but there was an offsides or whatever you you guys tried to explain to me and it got knocked off the board so usa could have been two uh up to the nothing or two nil yeah offsides was the call so um i'm i'm enjoying it the best i can i guess but and again i will look to see when they play after this one is uh is complete because uh it could be a a big one coming up this weekend uh question from michael winstead mr winstead good to hear from you uh did you give your new set of wheels a name 
I mean, I jokingly called it Corey, but I mean, I guess Corey like, the Corolla. Corolla, something that kind of blends in. Yeah, and I Corey the Corolla, um, and that's a, like a girl's name, Corey. Sure. K O R I with a heart over the eye. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Don't forget the heart. Yeah. Uh all right. Good enough. I don't think I like that. I might have to change it. We'll have to. We'll have to see. If you don't feel it, you got to call change her Carrie. Carrie the Corolla. Carrie. Yeah. Carrie. Carrie. Karina. Candy. <laughs> candy, candy makes you dandy. Um, you ever seen Half Baked? Yes, I have. Really? Yes. I'm proud of you. Figured that good movie. I figured that one missed you from your era. Nope. I bet Peter hasn't seen Half Baked. You ever seen Half Baked? No. Nah uh big pete was at the panthers game on sunday keep pounding big pete said he was the good luck charm what's the the record with you in attendance this year big pete can i guess it two and oh yep yes two and oh and you've seen them play the awful broncos and who else you see the saints all right saints are well they got shut out this week had plenty of chances to score but didn't uh but they're pretty bad so uh boy the broncos they stink they're awful I remember saying earlier this year they were the most disappointing team, and you said Packers, and I said, you know what, Chandler, maybe you're right. Like, let's go. Who's the most disappointing team in the NFL this year? Broncos. It's got to be the Broncos, right? I mean, the hype. Weren't they the uh, the favorites to win the Super Bowl, or one of the favorites? They were like top. Do you remember a team called the Buffalo Bills or the Kansas City Chiefs? But now. No, but the Denver Broncos were up there. They were up there, but the Bills were the overwhelming favorite to win the Super Bowl. Okay, but the Denver Broncos were a top five favorite to win the Super Bowl. And they are the most laughable team in the the National Football League this year. You bring in Russell Wilson to a crazy deal, one that that the NFL has probably never seen before, and is doing absolutely nothing. He's awful. He's awful. They have the worst coach. And then you go and you look. You know, the jokes are, and there's no video evidence of this, but there's jokes that he's on the plane doing high knees, doing push-ups, saying let's ride over and over again as they're going across country or across the world to play in London. I mean, there's videos of him in midfield doing some sort of, you know, uh, meditation. And then it, it shows this weekend after a field goal by Eddie Panera for the Panthers, a defense lineman for the Broncos gets an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, goes to off the field, and what does he do? I guess somebody chirped at him. Who chirped at him? Apparently Russell Wilson. And he goes to Russell Wilson and literally lays into him. And I, I think that just is a, a summary of how these players, how these the fans for the Broncos are just dissatisfied with Russell Wilson. And are hating Russell Wilson. It cannot stand to see Russell Wilson playing on a Sunday. Broncos you fans said, hate Russell Wilson. You said that you read Broncos Reddit, and it's just a bloodbath when it comes to hating Russell Wilson. A, because of his play, but B, because he's of He's a his... moron, and he's a goof, and he's a goober. I love to say goober. I don't know if he's a moron. Uh, not a moron. He's yeah, yeah. Moron's not a good... Uh, that's what I am. Yeah. Um, but goober you know i like to say goober i like to say my, maybe somebody's a goober that was but close. russell wilson is definitely goober material yeah 
He's he's first ballot goober. All he's a first ballot goober. Yeah. Uh, Weirdo. Dude, the Pete. I just throw in there. I think the Rams are the most disappointing. That's team. who I was getting to next, but they're not more disappointing than the Broncos in my opinion because Stafford has been hurt and out. But three and eight for the defending Super Bowl champs is you can't call it anything but a disappointment. Well, it looks like a Super Bowl hangover. It looks like they had gotten stronger. They picked up Bobby Wagner in the offseason. I mean, it it looked Mm, like Well, they lost Von Miller. They lost Odell. Their running back situation was weird. I don't know what's going Akers on with Cam was supposed Akers. To, Akers was supposed to be the lead back. I actually he, heard his name this week, so he is still on the team playing. But there was one at one point in the year they didn't know if he'd play again. And then the Daryl Henderson is he got he, cut. He, he just got cut. He was the he was the guy that was coming in and surprising everybody, especially with fantasy. I have him on fantasy. You say that because you had him one. You didn't play him one game, and he had like a touchdown. Uh, he did better. I mean, but he he put up some points for. for You're very his, passionate this segment. He but he put up some points. All right, he put up points. People were like, "All right, Daryl Henderson must be the guy." Where's Cam Akers? Next thing you know, Daryl Henderson's not a Ram anymore. So the situation is weird in Los Angeles. I would but rank I like him. A, I feel like a Super Bowl hangover. That's happened several times, right? Where a team just cannot perform the year after they win a Super Bowl? Nah, not yeah, but not to this degree. This is uh, this is pretty and, rough. And and that and to the pieces you brought back. But now, like we said, there was pieces that they lost that was huge. You look at Von Miller, who still got it. He can still play football. He's showing it this year in Buffalo. You lose Odell Beckham, who apparently is losing his mind right now. Can't get on a plane without acting a fool. Um, so I don't know. Rams, uh, that's a good one, Pete. Rams are very disappointing this that's year. A, that's a left. They're starting left tackle, tackle uh, Andrew Whitworth. That is that is true. There you go. I would rank them Broncos, Packers, Rams in order of disappointment. You would say what? I'd say Broncos, Rams, Packers. I I think it was I mean, the Packers getting rid of Devontae Adams. You know that they didn't have any weapons coming into the season. Yeah, yeah. Can they be a disappointment? I mean, they, wasn't there – what was the hope there on offense going into the season? That they have I mean, one of the greatest quarterbacks of Aaron all Rogers. time and one of the best running backs in the league and the best backup running back in the league. And that's how you're and going to be, you're, good, going to be successful with those three? you, you got to have a weapon outside. And a good outside. defense, which they don't have. I was their about to defense. say, the defense is not there. No, they're not. But the thought was they had a defense. The thought was the division is trash. But the Vikings have played ahead of what we thought. And the Lions have been feisty, but they're not very good. And the Bears stink. So that was the thought, Chandler. Okay. Who is, speaking of that, speaking of a team like the Vikings... Who's probably the most surprising teams in the league this year? The Giants. No. Oh, I knew that was going to get Clipper all mad. No. Like, they... No, nobody expected them to be this good. They're not nobody. good. They're not... See, yeah. I, I don't... All right, you got to change your wording. Are the commanders good? No. You got to change your wording. Like, nobody expected the Giants to have that record. I was going to... Fair. 100%. So that's a surprise. At, at this point in the season, I would not have expected the Giants to have seven wins. But they have lost two in a row. They're I've t- look. They're not good. I've said it all year. I agree. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with that. I I totally agree. I'd say another one. Maybe be the Seahawks. 
That is a good. That's a very definitely. Good one. You look at Geno Smith. And they man, lose Russell Wilson. If they'd have won on Sunday, uh, which the Raiders can only win in dramatic overtime games, apparently, but that would have been a huge win for them. But I, I definitely say the Seahawks, um, the Eagles. No, yeah, no doubt. The Eagles that. are the most surprising team. Ten and one. They were picked as a potential division winner with Dallas, but they weren't picked to be the best team in the NFC. I mean, one of the biggest arguments in the offseason was, I mean, what is is Jalen Hurts going to make that? Yeah, this is like a make or break year for Jalen Hurts. Is, is, is he going to make that next step? Like is, he, is he a top five quarterback in fantasy? And now he's making the argument to be the MVP of the National Football League this year. It's not another team. It's not a surprise to me because I'm a football guy, but Miami. But I told you that from day one, yeah. so I'm not shocked. Are we putting? Maybe you novices are. All right. All right, we'll, we'll give you that credit. Awesome, great, awesome team they got. Great addition with Tyreek Hill to compliment, you know, Jalen Jalen Waddle. But we were just talking about the New York Giants, and to Pete, they're a great team. And, and don't Pete get me wrong. Love, Pete they, thinks the Giants are the greatest team ever. Don't get me wrong. They're winning football games. How no, they're I not. Know. They've lost two in a row. They, they suck. They've won. They've won seven games. That is a fact. They've won seven games. Did not expect that. Do you put the New York Jets in that same situation? Did, are the are the Jets good? The Jets are more surprising and better than the Giants. Okay, all right, you answer my question. I, Pete, I, your thoughts? I don't know. <laughs> because you look at both of these teams are in New York. Both good of, good both, point. Bo- both of them are seven and four. Great point. Both of them play in the same stadium. Correct. And and people sit there and wonder: Is this team good? Is Mike White going to carry him? Is this seven and four New York football team that plays in MetLife Stadium good? And then you have to ask which one, the Giants or the Jets? All right, let's take a break and we'll come back and we'll look at the playoff picture and see who has the best chance to get there between the Giants and Jets and wrap up our number one. Good God, nine minutes. I don't like that. They're adding nine minutes of time. They're in minute 93, USA up one nothing. Can they keep Iran out of the nets? We'll let you know when we return on Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Back with you after this. listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. And uh, for the latest uh, breaking news, interesting stories and awesome contests that can make you a winner be sure to follow pirate radio on our social media you can follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at pr927 fm you can join the close or join the over sixty thousand followers today now let's head back in to prl here's clip rock all right it's getting dramatic in the world cup great opportunity opportunity for iran but they don't score they want some kind of review here now Eight players are huddled up around the referee talking. They might look at something. Oh, uh, so there. So the guy, the Iranian player, is claiming that he was pulled down inside the box. I don't. No, there's nothing there. 
There is yeah, nothing no. there. Take a look at it if once you want. Again, there once is nothing again, there. It, they're dramatic. They're all dramatic. It's not just the Iranian players. It's the United States players, too. All right, so there will be no review. I don't, I don't think there was nothing there. Uh, Iran's going to have one more crack at it here. All right, let's blow the whistle in this thing. How about score another goal here? USA on the break. Go. It's there. It's terrible. Yeah, that was awful. Terrible. He fell down. He fell. By the way. He fell. We'll talk about it uh, during the program more, but uh, East Carolina in action tonight against South Carolina State. We were just dropped off uh, two tickets by a wonderful pirate who came in the Pirate Radio studio, said, got season tickets, can't go tonight, give these away. So if anyone would like to go to the game that does not have tickets you want two freebies uh call in now 317-1250 and come pick these up before six o'clock are they section 213 they're section 208 row f seat five and seat six and that's it it's final usa usa is advancing to the knockout stage the round of 16 so they did what they needed to do today a one nothing win over iran they will advance from i believe group b uh, along with England to play in the knockout stage. So step one complete. This is kind of like this is kind of like a bowl for ECU. Like we're going to a bowl. You have bigger goals, but this was certainly a goal. Three one seven twelve fifty. If you want these oh, basketball tickets, say can you see? So USA advances. All right, uh, playoff picture. We were talking about the Jets a moment ago. Oh, by the way, Shirley, um, Johnny on Facebook Live says, Clips Dolphins have played better than some predicted. Shirley's Dolphins have been a disappointment. (laughs) Shirley, your thoughts? Bite me. (laughs) All right. Um, Playoff picture. I had a bold prediction before the season that the Bengals would not make the playoffs. Right now, they are 7-4, 6th in the AFC, basically tied with the Jets. Uh, the Patriots and Chargers right there at 6-5, and five, a game back of those teams. Bengals or Jets, who's better? I'm going to go Bengals. Bengals are better. Bengals. I like the Bengals. I, I've, I'm back on the Bengals, but um, I do think they will make the playoffs. Jets, Patriots do they play no they've already played twice correct yes they don't they don't and have another game this year i believe the patriots won both if i'm not mistaken well they have yes. a 3-3 three, three punt return right game because zach wilson's only two losses this year that's not correct but he's zero and two he's zero and two against the patriots okay fine his only two losses against the patriots were against new england that's a good point. Thank you. I, I, I probably should have said his only two losses in the division okay. were, were, were against the Patriots. Okay. Oh, well, that's not good. Does that mean they have to play the Bills twice? Oh, boy. What are you looking at? Oh, that's not. That's the Giants. Um, Bills, and then they play. They've already played the Bills once. Okay. So the Jets and Patriots. Jets are one game ahead of the Patriots. They still have to go to Minnesota, to Buffalo. They beat the Bills. To Seattle, to Miami. Don't like the Jets to make the playoffs this year. 
for the Giants what they have left. And man, what a game this is going to be! This is going to be two all, great teams. This is going to be determined in the next three weeks for the Giants. You have for the Giants. You have the Commanders coming up. After that, you have the Eagles at home. Which, by the way, Commanders is at home. Eagles are at home. You go on the road at Washington. So you play Washington two times in the matter of a couple of weeks. Then you go on the road to the Vikings. Then you're at home against the Colts. That's a win. And then you go on the road to finish the regular season against the Eagles. The Giants. At at Philadelphia. They're about to fold like a tent that you buy at a a, sports equipment. At a dollar store. Yeah. I mean, they are about to fold. At a sports store. If I go to a sports sports store to get a tent, it better work. Sports store. Uh, I am shocked. Guess the line. Washington at the New York Giants for Sunday. What do you got, Chandler? Man, don't tell me the Giants are favored. Just tell me what you think. I'm going to go Giants minus two and a half. You just said the Giants shouldn't be favored, and you're guessing it's Giants minus two and a half? Peter, what do you got? I see it. Giants plus two and a half. Oh, wait, who are they playing? Washington. Oh, Washington. Two and a half. Who's favored? Washington. Washington minus two and a half. Wow. I was a little surprised by that. I mean, a lot of credit. If the Giants are this good, why are they underdogs at home to Washington? It's because they're not good. Mike Mullis is here. Hey, Mullis. Stay hey, buddy. Take the Giants. Whoa. Say that again? Say hey, buddy. Oh, okay. I thought you had a little, little deep voice. Got a little, little candy off of uh, Ellerby's desk. Yeah. Just working through that. All right. Good deal. Uh, and Chandler, you knew he was baiting you on that, right? I, I like, I reverse baited him almost. No, it was straight bait. Straight bait? I mean, any level of intelligence, we would, he would have seen right through that smoke. Whoa, Mully coming in hot. You're better than that. Oh, I know. Okay. <laughs> so you just played along? You were just the whipping boy for that one? Where are you going? I got to fix the camera so we can see Mully's beautiful face. We're going to take a break. Sit down. Relax, man. Just take the edge off. Mully enters the... Mully I know. Mully room. makes us nervous. I, I know. I know. Oh, come on. I get crazy. This uh, is the second time I've seen Mully today. Mm-hmm what a treat let's take a break we'll come back mike mullis is here we will talk football soccer oh man 9 a.m on saturday before your championship football saturday usa versus the netherlands bud light pregame tailgate coming up at five o'clock 5 a.m 5 a.m saturday morning get ready all right we'll take a break hour two pirate radio live on the way after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now back to the show. Welcome back. From sales to service, Greenville Auto World has all of your vehicle needs covered. You can shop all their inventory now at greenvilleautoworld.net. If you're also looking for someone to service your vehicle, they have a full service and repair facility. They do brakes, oil changes, tires, inspections, and they can repair any kind of vehicle. Greenville Auto World, across from Speedway at Bells Fork and online at greenvilleautoworld.net. Thanks to Tim Sutton and Jim Rogers for their sponsorship of the program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, thank you, Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, Big Dog here, Mike Mullis joining us on the program. 35 minutes ago, a message 
from Willie Fritz and Tulane. It says today, well, this is from the athletic director, Troy Dannon. Today, head football coach Willie Fritz informed us he will remain at Tulane University, and we are thrilled that Coach will continue to helm our program. Hmm. Helm? Mm. Don't usually see helm used like that. Helm. No. To helm our program. Uh, and then it says some other stuff. Willie Fritz staying at Tulane. We'll talk to Corey Glore coming up on Wednesday's edition of Pirate Radio Live. Um, Willie Fritz was flirting, or Georgia Tech was flirting with him. I don't know whose advances were going further, but uh, he will remain at Tulane, Molly. Uh, how about these coaching changes? I mean, there's been some just serious money spent on coaches yeah ellerby brought up the uh, contract extension that luke fickle received in cincinnati and we all know contract extensions mean nothing Nothing. somebody else can pay you more uh so he goes to wisconsin matt rule back Mm -hmm. in the game that cat made out i mean he won the lottery he gets the panther money plus that money pretty good deal and matt rule has proven to be a good college football coach but nebraska so when I was a kid, Nebraska was awesome, Molly. Yeah, and not much fun to watch, but they were awesome. Rozier. Uh, remember Crouch? Who was the uh, – gosh, it was another one. Uh, oh, Phillips. Lawrence Phillips. Oh, Lawrence Phillips. Yeah. He I mean, had some issues. Yeah, he did. Um, they would run all over you, though. That, and that's exactly that's all that they would do, but they would just pound you into the turf. And now, uh, does anybody want to go to Lincoln to play football? Like, can he build something there? Well, you know, they just got that Big Ten money. So, the TV deal. So, I mean, they, they will probably be able to entice some folks. I, I, I Again, I think the Hugh Freeze thing, the Auburn. Yeah. I mean, does the SEC go, wait a minute, we, we had that guy and he we had to get him out of town for all kinds of reasons. Yeah, but... I mean, he's butt-down hookers and whatever. That was like eight years ago. Sure. And... I mean, he's also lost his, what, last two or three games at Liberty. One, uh, one foot out the door, Molly. It's all right. It's fine. I mean, it, you know, when Liberty just paid that cat, like, what, midseason? They gave him five million a year? Yeah. And he leaves for six and a half? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, the, the coaching portal has always been open, and it's uh, it, it's open more so than ever. Uh, that is an interesting move, though. Auburn... You know, they took a chance on Bruce Pearl after he received NCAA allegations and things like that. So Couldn't Auburn do better as a, as a football player? Would Matt Rule have been a better hire than Hugh Freeze? Good question. I I mean, I, I think so. Matt Rule's an SEC guy. Well, I think he's a, well. And I don't know how dirty Matt Rule is, but he almost seems too clean for the SEC. But me. isn't Baylor closer to the SEC than, like, Nebraska is like the polar opposite of Baylor, or the way they played at Baylor. It would seem like that style would fit better in the SEC. But I don't know. I mean, and then I think the most surprising one is Dion, possibly to Colorado. I don't think he's going And there. maybe they're waiting on, what, USF to decide what they're going to do. I think he's going somewhere. You'd be crazy not to hire him. Why do you not hire him at a program but that I needs think the spotlight? But I think he waits for better offers than those. How is he? But who, I mean, Auburn would have been the one that you would think, okay, SEC, that's a pretty good deal. That would have been wild. Yeah, that would have been really cool. But um, I, I think he probably realizes, even with his pedigree, he's going to have to take one more step before he can get the quote-unquote big one. I don't want him to go to Colorado. I just don't. I don't either. Don't feel right. USF, cool. no, USF would be cool. That would be cooler, and I think he could he could win pretty quick there. He could bring I in transfers. Agree. 
Well, I don't know what year his son is, but he brings him in as a quarterback. So what, sophomore? Yeah. Maybe? So bring him over. You get the uh, the the Trey Hunter or Travis Hunter, the number one player from last year, who's on his team. Yeah. I mean, he's got like five or six guys that could play anywhere. He would turn them overnight into a bowl team, right? At minimum, right? It would be very, very interesting. And not to mention, cl- clearly, his name is you know synonymous with with all that is South Florida. Yeah. I mean, you know. He's kind of that guy down there. Which is why I thought he's also a guy at, in Atlanta. Yeah, well, I, I agree with you, but Georgia Tech and South Florida are two very different stylistically uh, speaking programs. Definitely. Definitely. So I think it fits better. Again, in Colorado to me is more Georgia Tech than it is South Florida. South Florida's a little edgier. It's always been you know a little more speed, athlete-driven. Uh, Georgia Tech, you still just conjure up the wishbone is kind of what comes to mind. And Colorado, I don't – I mean – the only thing I can think of in Colorado is Eric Bieniemy. I mean, I wonder why they didn't go after Eric Bieniemy. Wonder if he had no interest in that job. I mean, you would think if that had come out, he's got some stink on him somewhere. Something's there's a problem. Yeah, there's a problem somewhere. But you would think, okay, this dude's supposed to be in line for all these NFL jobs. Wouldn't he love to ride back into, you know, his alma mater and uh, get things turned around? The only goes Eric Bieniemy. I'll go Cordell Stewart. Cordell to Stewart. Michael Westbrook. Sure. Uh, Hail Mary at Michigan. Uh, but on that, the on the they had the fifth down play too, you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Again, we're talking about the early to mid nineties, just like we do Nebraska. Like yeah. these teams are still kind of looking for it. And the tough part is when you see uh, Colorado playing Nebraska, like if they were to play each other, you know, mid season this past year, you know, that'd be an interesting game. No, really wouldn't be too be two really mediocre football programs a big eight big 12 game why are they playing each other i mean i'm just saying oh, if wait. they were now they're pac 12 and big 10 right i'm I just saying know. if they were to have if you were to see that game on the schedule if you conjure up the old days you would go you know what that'd be fun to watch now it's like uh, nah. tony uh says rule isn't as proven as people think first of all how how proven do you think i think he is you don't know how proven i think he is hmm. well you're not just people I'm a person. Don't start that. You're right. My bad. I am a person. I'm very aware of that. And I will argue that to the day. (laughs) See, I'm trying to give you the distinction of being Clip Brock, not just people. People is a very general. I'm a man of the people. Average consumers. I'm a person and I'm a people person. Okay. Uh, I think rule is proven. I think rule's done a great job everywhere he's been, except for the Panthers. Yeah. I think he's a college guy. He is. I mean, what he did at Temple, what he did at Baylor, it kind of speaks for itself. That's, and quite frankly, it, it, to get a pro- who who is proven? Like if you said, are right, these guys? I mean, you, you know, Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney. Uh, I mean, I guess it, is Luke Fickle proven? In in my in, eyes, in, he's more than proven. But in that, into a college football playoff. No, I get that. But in that world, is it going to translate? Because it's it's a bit different to recruit you know to nebraska it is the cincinnati i think fickle's a good coach i do too but i mean you know it, it'll it we see that this isn't like the first time we've seen this like you look at um what's my guy central michigan that had all the success wherever uh i was so fired up Michael about him getting hired uh, the the real rah-rah guy the row the boat guy uh, uh, that western Mid- uh i know you're talking about the uh, burgundy gold he's always had stuff printed on his clothes i'm drawing a blank on his name but is that minnesota now minnesota minnesota came from maybe central michigan or something like PJ that fleck. pj fleck but and he was a guy that you, you thought oh this is just he'll be here two or three years and he'll move on he's you know hadn't been heard from again so you think something similar could happen with fickle where i think Wisconsin goes seven and five eight and four in the I, big ten every year i think something will happen with 
at least one or two of these moves. I mean, I don't know exactly who, but it's, you know, you just don't ever know till you get there. Fickle. And maybe, I don't know. I, I feel like he was hoping Ryan Day wouldn't work out at Ohio State which you pulled the Buckeye Nation today. Maybe they want to get rid of him because he just got hammered by Michigan. Yeah, which is crazy. But I was, I think Fickle was maybe hoping that that didn't work out after Urban Meyer and he could slide right in. Well, his name came up before. I mean, right as that happened, his name came up as a, as a possible for that. Just was a little too soon. So what does it mean for our coach? Anything you think? The Liberty job, is that enticing? For Mike Houston? Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, again, you, no inside information. This is just, you know, just two Liberty guys Liberty probably sports. pays their coach more. Well, they paid him $5 million is what they were pay, paying Hugh Freeze. But I would think you'd rather be here. What's Liberty's um, conference situation? Are they going anywhere? I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, they got great facilities. They have unlimited dollars. They got the Lord above. Well, I mean, we all have that. Some more than others. No, it's just how you accept it. But, they, you know, they do have Jerry Falwell. Um, the what, legacy of. I'm trying to see what their Liberty became a full time. We know that. Uh, Conference USA. Yeah. So, do you want to go to the Conference USA? Stay in the American with ECU. You would have to answer your question. I don't think he's going to Liberty. I mean, I I, I don't think so. And I know you don't either. But, but I'm saying, I mean, if they paid him half, does Liberty want a seven and five football coach well, from ECU? It, so if you're, and that's a great conversation, a great comment, and I had this conversation last night with a dear friend. We were talking about that exact thing. And if you're an athletic administrator and you're discussing the possibility of being uh, bringing Mike Houston in, and you go, yeah, you know what, he's seven and five, but but again, going back to three kicks different, it's a whole different conversation. I mean, that's how fragile, that's how thin the line is. Mm-hmm. And if you're the, you know, if you're the administrator, it's like, hey, we might be able to kind of get a bargain on this guy. Like, we, and I'm just using Liberty as an example. We were paying five. We can maybe get him for three. Three kicks different. He's a 10-win coach. And also, you can you can say, look at these offensive numbers. They're like top 25 in the nation in all these offensive categories. I mean, it's I, like, we won't. Yeah, it, you it, can make yourself you can, right. That's right. It's kind of you know. Yeah, I, and again, I'm not advocating or hoping or anything. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, every time that there's a coaching move in one of those types of positions comes about, the the programs like East Carolina have to be a little bit leery of saying, okay, how does this affect us? Sure. You know, with with the new conference, does that? I mean, let's face it, Conference USA and the AAC future, they're not terribly different. Are you pulling them up so we can? I'm looking at Conference USA, right? Yeah, now. I mean, I I think you'll you'll agree with me when you see it. Well, guess what, Molly? We're taking their teams. That's exactly right. The best two teams this year, UTSA and North Texas, are coming for, to right. We're great. That, that's exactly right. Um, the bottom team, Charlotte. Hey, we'll take them too. Yeah, yeah. Come on, if we take your best, we'll take your worst. And right smack in the middle, forward four, Florida Atlantic. Come on over. Yeah. So, uh, they'll we're better, but not. To it's, write home about right. That's right, and 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 then it all obviously boils down to money. I'll tell you who made a mistake: Louisiana Tech, bottom of the standings, letting Skipper go. No, that's win right. Championship. No, yeah. How about that? Um, let's take a break. Can you stick? Um, can Joe hang on? Joe, hang. Can you hang on through the break? Let's take a break. We got to take a break. We'll come back with Joe's call. Can you stick around one more second? Sure. All right, Mully's here. We're just chatting it up on a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you. Hang on for four minutes, Joe. Back after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All righty, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live. See what you did, Molly. Now, Z says, uh, ZD, given the offensive numbers and Houston goes to Liberty, does Donnie Kirkpatrick go to? Hey, I, you know. <laughs> Just it's whatever you want to dream nobody's good we're... no no who knows if anybody's going anywhere we were just hypotheticals thick poppy david ortiz no not big poppy thick poppy oh, oh, oh. thick says this team is going to be even better next year all right could be good maybe uh joe is on the pit electric live line what's up joe guys uh just wanted to ask you you know the conversation about if mike were to go say to liberty or somewhere which i hope he doesn't and i hope he gets a nice raise to keep him here but you were talking about his offensive numbers you know i and this is a serious question if his offensive numbers and i'm assuming that was a compliment if his offensive numbers are as good as you think they are then why is it everybody wants to get rid of donnie kirkpatrick it's a great question, and again, and I'm saying that because total offense, East Carolina is number 25 in the country. Right. That like that's right. not me like making us. Yeah, that's undeniable. That's that a is fact. a fact, and and that is a great question. I've thought of it myself, and I think it's because with the wet, like if you talk to Tony Collins, the reason he was frustrated all year was because he thought we had great players on offense, and we do in Keaton Mitchell. And Isaiah Winstead and CJ are good players. Ryan Jones is a good player. Calhoun. Uh, we, we thought the numbers would be even better, I guess. And, and of course, some people disagree with the play calling here and there. So, I, I mean, I hear exactly what you're saying, Joe. I've had those same thoughts myself. Should we be better than we are offensively, even though we are 25th in the country in total offense? And, yeah, no, I, I, I and I, I agree. I, you know, the numbers don't lie, but the reality is – some of this may be a little bit skewed by the fact that we've been starving to have this type of team. Uh, now you get guys that are are good players. Um, I, I don't know about great, like super next level players that would catapult you. I mean, what what's what would be the catapult there? Up to twenty two in the country, twenty you know twenty one, uh, twenty five in the country. Uh, obviously, is very respectable. Uh, and I, I, but but I hear what you're saying. It, it just I think that goes back to the and we've talked about it before. That's just the definition of of the fan base, and that's it's uh, it's never going to be good enough. Right, and and if you add on top of that, okay, add insult to injury. You know, you talk about his offensive numbers being number 25 in the country, and you got call after call after call saying we got to get rid of him. On top of being number 25 in the country. If I'm not mistaken, East Carolina has the toughest schedule in the country among the group of five schools. That would be interesting. I would love. I mean, Clips uh, hit the Google box right now. That would be uh, 
that would actually add validity to uh to i think what you're saying joe i don't know i think with our non-conference schedule i don't know if that's true or not but i mean we'll see oh yeah i don't know i don't know that's interesting though and i and, and again, Joe, all we were saying was, you know, would would Liberty be even intriguing to Coach Houston? And I and I think only he and you know his family can answer that. But I but I, I it just it's also amazing to me how much more money uh, Liberty is paying their coach than than you know quite frankly than we could probably afford to pay ours. And what I find, you know, first of all, I think we do need to give him an increase because I think we do need to keep him. But what I find amazing is how short our fan base memories are because I still remember Scotty and I remember those years. And, you know, it's like, guys, you're looking a gift horse in the mouth with what we got. You need to quit all this complaining because we're one step away from being where we were. Yeah, Joe, improvement. And, and look, I had that discussion too. And you, the detractor to that would say okay so you're fine with a seven and five team that barely gets by no of course not but that's that's the conversation and it just goes round and round in circles when you talk to people that yeah well for him being here four years i'll take seven and five the third and the fourth year do i want improvement yes but for right now i think the improvement has been absolutely drastic no doubt joe uh, good to hear from you man Okay, thanks, guys. See ya. Thank you. All right, there's Joe in Greenville. You can give us a call, 317-1250. So I have found this uh, power ranking schedule. It has East Carolina number 69 in the country. Um, Houston is ahead as far as strength of schedule goes. SMU, South Florida also ahead. And I believe those are the only two group of five schools that are ahead. Navy as well. So and byu all right i just counted four or five there so but number 69 strength of schedule tougher than virginia tech tougher than cincinnati uh duke so some power five teams in there in the mix but uh so there's that yeah no it i look and again i didn't you know mean to poke the bees nest i just I, I just think it's always think it's fascinating as these coaching changes start happening that you you know kind of have to wonder um you know how it affects close to home Ross said, Joe in Greenville? Yeah, right. Nice try, Donnie. <laughs> that was pretty good. I will say Donnie has a pretty distinctive voice, so that was definitely not uh, Donnie Kirkpatrick. That was uh, the artist formerly known as UPS Joe calling in there you go. today on the show. All right, so there is that. What else you got, Molly? What are you and your friends talking about at tiebreakers these was days? It, uh, was it just me, or did uh, the Packers look better with Jordan Love? <laughs> oh, they got down the field pretty quick. Well, I tell you what else. I thought there was a little more um, enthusiasm and from the coaching staff, from everybody. I don't know if that's a gleeful surprise that he played as well as he did, uh, or that they were, you know, the guy left the room that maybe makes it a little tense. Mm. And, and you know, it is and that is the that's what you see with you know bad chemistry. And I, you know, you got to wonder how much has. Uh, Aaron Rodgers alienated himself. Uh, furthermore, I think that was a like in a microcosm that you saw the future of not only the Packers but NFL football. The the, the days are changing where the guys, you know, the the quote unquote pocket passer and Aaron Rodgers always been fairly mobile. 
but those days are changing and it you know they had to respect the the runability of jordan love but Mm i man i just thought they looked i literally the guys seemed to have a little more pep there were smiles and it looked like it looked like there was some dudes playing football i'm sure there's absolutely something to that uh good news for mully and all packers fans aaron Rodgers plans on playing this week great so you know we'll lay another egg (laughs) and not to start anything this is truly baiting here but like Rogers saying um was it after the game where he said as long as we are not mathematically eliminated i'd like to play right and i get that and probably everybody feels that way but is that just like another like oh so once we're out of it what you're just splitting on yeah you got to play the rest you, got, of you got 50 million reasons to play regardless of where the math is right so you know I, listen you know where i stood on this going into know, the season I, I, this I, mean, early I, I just uh it's it's time to uh to, to sever the tie and, and send him somewhere that he's got a chance to run them out in the first round uh send them to indianapolis they like to bring in a new quarterback every year a new old guy and it doesn't look like matt ryan is going to be the future there. no so uh send did they Indy. ever think matt ryan would be the future there what would define the future no 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 no. i'm not saying they thought that no but i, but I mean I, i'm saying think, he's not the now did they so think he would they would get like three or four years what's also funny with me is how the first win that saturday had everybody was like i told you he you know and and th- th- i you know i watched the highlights of the game i, I did not watch the game last night um uh, yeah, there was some clock management there at the end that you would go, well, I would, you would think you'd take a time out, time out, but it, when when they turned the ball over on downs, it wasn't the clock didn't expire, the clock didn't run out with them trying to to set the ball. It was thirty seconds left, so it was kind no, of. But that was the third down play where he didn't call a timeout, right? And, and I and, right, I, and I thought I, I agree, but it wasn't. Again, it was. We've seen games where it was really poor clock management, and the time runs out as the official spot in the ball. So, I mean, I, you know, but with three timeouts, that was kind of Dean Smith-like, right? Like, go to the locker room with timeouts in your pocket. But yeah. but it was, um, you know, it's so it's so funny with him. I mean, he, you know, it, just how they, how, how the general public reacts. It's almost like they're just waiting on Jeff Saturday to lay an egg. And maybe that was an egg he laid. Well, but, it depends on what side you're on. Well, quite you, frankly, it's an indie. So, I mean, I, I don't know. If he's not coaching there, we're not talking about indie right now correct they are because they are super boring to watch terrible and uh they let the most boring team in the league look exciting last night right. the steelers they are the ones that are boring and i this is the society we're in now people were pulling up jeff saturday uh old tweets where he's like coming up on today's show we're going to talk about timeouts because coaches don't know how to use them oh, stuff yeah. like that well. so that is uh that's a perfect encapsulation of of what we do today and hey i love using people's words against them so well he had to know going into this this was part of it i, I yeah. do think i'm sure he doesn't care and i thought today it'd be interesting if he's back in the booth next year not on a sideline and just to hear him go you know it, this is almost like a, a field trip for a sports broadcaster hey we're gonna let you manage the team so now when you come back into you know the the crystal palace you'll be able to tell us what it was really like well you were kind of worried about savannah bananas ball infiltrating into real sports this is kind of i mean they're just letting this guy take over that's a bit of a stretch but yeah i i, I see what your analogy next is. week he's gonna be playing center i look he's probably more suited for that how cool would that be though player coach in the nfl yeah i don't know 
I don't, I, you'd have to I, I, who's the last player coach in pro sports molly i mean might have been uh, i mean pete rose was at one point oh, maybe, yeah. maybe even dave winfield maybe had a stint as a player coach and I'm, I'm pretty sure basketball has had some player coaches maybe bill russell maybe bill russell yeah uh-huh. i don't know i have to look that up uh molly says he has not watched one second of the world cup uh usa will be playing 9 a.m in the knockout stage against the netherlands so molly will continue Give me a, probably another opportunity not to watch it hey, you know what my here's my thing with soccer or it was soccer i don't understand them adding the time on to the end of the game if there's time if there's time out why not just stop the clock well the clock is a major issue with people because a it counts up and not down right b yes. they don't stop it they let it run just stop and it and add time right and the, the other thing is kind of like the nba the and you know you're seeing more and more of this in the nfl the the the, the dudes taking dives oh well that's yeah the but it's always the flop has always been a thing in soccer and obviously the nba but now you're again you're starting to see it more than nfl it's like a couple examples this past weekend college basketball has taken a step to try to penalize flopping now there is a there's a call for it uh is that it that refs make am i doing it right chandler Sure. Is this the flopping? Yes. Where you get a flop warning? Yeah. Oh, Chandler's going more to the side. I'm going straight ahead. It's to the side? No, he's to the side. That's Houston. That's Mike Houston. <laughs> That's to the side. Mike Houston's to one arm to the side. Is the flopping? All right, the flopping. I think it's to the front, Chandler. Surely, I it's a, it, okay. I don't know if it's, it's a, to the front or do to you the know side. What, I just know that general okay. motion. So that's is that. Flopping. Do you know what this one is? <laughs> that's a flop. <laughs> <laughs> so i saw in menji's coliseum earlier this year a guy shoot free throws after a uh flop the other team got to shoot a free throw against east carolina i didn't know that was, was it there is it a tech after your yeah, warning okay i guess so so uh how do you discern whether or not it's a flop how long the dude stays on the bench or you know how, I judgment mean, call okay it's kind of hard to have a judgment call on something that results in opportunity for the other team to change the school board Molly, uh, I revert back to uh, my playing days, organized sports, all the way back to middle school. Mm-hmm. I didn't you and Troy. quite make it as far as you. I think Troy was more... Troy's an athlete in high school. Like elementary. No, no, no. He's got a letter jacket. I mean, come on. That is true. Uh, but I do remember the charge-taking drills. Did y'all mm-hmm. have those? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Those, those are kind of those are enjoyable. Yeah. And, and you almost are taught to flop. You make a sound. You, you cover your jewels. Take the charge and go, ah! now we didn't get into the theatrics but we you know we did learn to hold our ground and yeah. and it's funny again you know my boys love basketball we, we've kind of been going through some fundamental stuff lately and that was one of the conversations of understanding uh understanding defensive positioning like you can't just run into the because they, they're both they're both like football so they they kind of mesh the two together and it's like you can't just run into them bud you, you got to beat them to the spot yeah. and establish your position and, you and then you can potentially draw the the charge but otherwise uh it's a foul against you so anyway we can we, we do a video where um either you take a charge from me or i take one from you uh no all right i figured i'd ask it maybe yeah no okay fine no that that no that could go bad <laughs> so many ways I it, it really could all right uh college football saturday what championship game okay none none, none right. of, is there anything to be excited about with championship saturday no but there is friday night utah usc that's it that's the game i'm looking forward that to is it is that yours too and I, I think the ac game what about tcu kansas state no interest 
TCU should blow them out. Well, they're not going to do that. Well, I, blow I them say out that they did score sixty some points. Yeah, and TCU's teetered every game. Like they get closer and closer to losing. Well, they totter and they some fall down. But they, I, that game still doesn't All right. get me real excited. I the the LSU, ACC Georgia the, no the ACC games of no who cares Purdue Michigan no no UCF Tulane no yep all right Friday night's the the one I'm yeah and I said no to UCF Tulane that game I think because it does dictate who goes to one of the bigger bowls so I mean I, I you know that's that's something that as a university as an athletic department we should have interest in because we get a little trickle down dollars the better the bowls so and Molly uh, I remember I mentioned this we were talking about this at tiebreakers um, I don't know if it's a possibility but bowls should be about attractive matchups and stuff for sure. fans how about lsu tulane sugar bowl that would have been fun in the don't what do you mean would have been like it could be well oh, no you're saying yeah 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 bowl game i was still stuck on championship weekend sorry oh yeah yeah yeah. uh sugar bowl in new orleans tulane lsu yeah i mean why not that would be amazing brian yeah. kelly do it for the family Let's so i guess we're uh still what are we thinking fenway and syracuse and that's kind of nostalgic right syracuse why well, re- so I said earlier that I, somebody that's uh, floating out there that maybe uh, Fenway wants Cincinnati. Right. Your response was Cincinnati's not going there. I wouldn't think so. But they, what are their other options? They don't have more attractive options. They're not going to a big bowl. No, but I, I mean, I, I guess I guess my point is they probably reputation will be able to call their shot a, a little more so than us. My question is, what shot, what's the best? I don't even know what the best AAC game is. Probably the Fenway. I no, it's not the Fenway, but I don't know. Like They don't want to go to Birmingham or Myrtle Beach or I don't know. I don't know. If you're Cincinnati, a little trip down to Dirty Myrtle, no you know, no, no head coach. and They got lakes. They got lakes in Ohio, right? Yeah. No beach. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know geography as well as you. You know what? I'm going to make a... Uh, I'm gonna make a, I guess a confession. What what uh, continent is Iran? Don't stop. No, stop. Why? Stop. Are you worried you're not gonna? What know? what continent is what Iran in? Uh, that would be the African continent. Exactly. Maybe? You yeah. don't know either. I was I, I was shocked. Why does it matter? It doesn't matter. Well, why bring? But it's a fact. But I was shocked. Like I didn't know it was an Asian Asian country. Okay. You're and racing? neither did you. No, I did. So now you know, and you can tell your boys. And you're like, why does it matter? And you say, everything matters, son. It's knowledge. Learn hmm. it. Live okay. it. Iran in Asia. Who knew? Who knew? Boy, right. Talk about a, a tough uh, homecoming. Yeah. Those cats are going to have a tough homecoming. <laughs> that they will. Maybe it's a good thing we don't care about soccer. No. Was who was it that uh, the team that, that had the big upset over Argentina? Uh, who? Somebody... So there was um, Shirley. What were the big upsets early on? Saudi Arabia, yes. Saudi Arabia is the one that everybody got a Rolls Royce or something. Every player on the team got a Bentley or a Rolls or something. Yeah. And then you had yeah, and in that country, a Bentley or a Rolls is like the equivalent of a Corolla around here. Hmm. As far as as far as that way to bring it right down. And way no, to uh, crap on Chandler's car. No, no, no. What I mean by that wow. is, is the... No, actually, she's saying that's like Rolls-like. You're, <laughs> you're rolling in a Rolls. No, what I'm saying is the it, it's very common for Saudi Arabians to be driving those types of cars, is what I'm trying to say. It's, what, a, it's what, a very common is that, vehicle. Is Rolls-Royce still like... Is that still... Yeah, oh, yes. Still at the top. Okay. Yeah. It's still I feel like I more. heard about that more as a kid than I do now, like... 
Yeah, yeah was, maybe in rap. Maybe I don't listen to rap anymore. I was going to say uh, it's not really what not really related to that, but related to the cars and Qatar thing. Cars uh, and Qatar. Uh, at the airport, they have things like ridiculous things like McLarens and Rolls and Ferraris that you can buy in the duty shop there. Tax so instead free. of like a magazine or like a snack, you might pick up a Ferrari. Airports, you pick up okay. Tax Man, free. That'd be nice. Well, I mean, if you don't have to pay taxes on it, let's get two. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. I mean, hey, <laughs> I got a steal. Let me call, see if my buddy wants one. Too. Yeah, right. Make a deal. How do you get that across the big pond, though? I guess you, do you have to pay taxes when it comes in. That's my question. Yeah. I, Put it in I, your suitcase. I, I do not think it is for international purchases <laughs> right, and such. Right. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's for every time you. Tr- it's your vacation card. I got it. Right. Some people get a rental. Some people just buy. Some people have golf carts, and some people have mclarens they're just gonna trash for the week and then be done with it i think i would rent one probably would yeah molly thanks for hanging out man no it's good well uh we'll talk to you soon okay buddy mike mullis joining us we'll take a break come back wrap up hour number two bryce williams gonna join us hour three what is his uh bowl destination preference we'll talk about that his bowl experiences and more coming up later on on pirate radio live back with you on a tuesday after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by First Bank. Together with our customers, we're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. Visit the First Bank location on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville for all your personal and business banking needs. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Did you miss a show on Pirate Radio? Well, you can listen to all of Pirate Radio's archived local programming by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Spotify. You can subscribe today by going to the podcast app on your iPhone or Apple device and search for Pirate Radio Audio Archives. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Bryce uh, Williams is here. Now, this is not part of Bryce's official <laughs> segment. This is a bo- like a bonus. Yeah. A little bonus, Bryce. Uh, this is not a gotcha question because I didn't know the answer to this. And Mike Mullis uh, did not know the answer to this. Uh, USA earlier today beat Iran one nothing to advance in the World Cup. Um, what continent is Iran a part of? That is, um, it's not, a- is it Asia? Is that your final answer? Yeah. Well, you're correct, sir. There we go. Bryce is my geography guy. Who yeah, knows? Buddy. Yeah, I had no. I, I, and then again, but where would I put it if I didn't put it in Asia, Europe, Africa? And I did look at a world map, and it is. Uh-huh. Uh, it's right there near uh, the edge of Africa. Mm-hmm. So, all right, there you go, folks. Now you know. Asia. Uh, it is in Asia. That is your geography lesson, Bryce. Um, Man, I don't think I took a picture of our our Thanksgiving draft last week. But how many items from your draft did you eat on Thanksgiving? Do you know? I so you probably didn't have pork chops. No, <laughs> I didn't have pork chops. We did. I did have several deviled eggs. Oh, yeah. You know what? They were available at my dinner. I didn't have a one. Just didn't, didn't find room on my plate for one. I think I ended up eating mm. at... Anna's grandma's, I know, I ate, I think, six. 
six? <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of. I, I mean, probably had a. I easily had close to ten throughout the. You break. about had a dozen double eggs. Yeah. All right. That which I, I guess technically yeah. it's half an egg, right? So, yeah. All so, right. So yeah. Not too bad. I did have a uh, oyster dressing, which okay. I didn't know, but Anna's mom cooked it. I had a little bit of that too. That was available yeah. at my second Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I said, I don't even really like it, but I'm gonna have some just to say I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, that was a surprise to me. I did have brock. I uh, didn't. I say broccoli casserole. Yep. I had that, and I did have pump. Ooh. You know what I Ooh. did? I don't know if I had pumpkin pie. Mm. I don't think it was available, though. I don't think they cooked it. I had some nanner pudding for dessert uh, and a little small piece of some kind of lemon uh, cake. Mm. That was very tasty. Yeah, I like lemon. It was good. All right, so had a good Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. It was good. Good to hear. Good to hear. And back ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will talk to Bryce about the coaching carousel. You got some thoughts on that. Uh, bowl destinations for the Pirates. We'll go Pirate Radio Outdoors, and uh, I guess we could recap. I don't know. Get your thoughts on ECU's last win. Yeah, yeah. It it was a win, and I said this. It felt like a UConn win years ago where almost like we we deserved a win because we made plays, and those guys deserved a win. But it it felt like yeah. if we'd have lost we could have understood why yeah oh, there was plenty of reasons most definitely so we'll uh we'll dive into all that let's take a break we'll come back hour three pirate radio live we've got a giveaway for you as well more to go on prl bryce williams here for the final hour We're back with you after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. At Angel Oak, they continue to make customer service a number one priority. A local mortgage advisor is the key to your transaction success. The combination of their local team's experience and Angel Oak's wide offerings of products from standard conventional, government, and portfolio loans has something for every financial situation. For more information, call Talbot Green, Braxton Green, Joanne Weir, or Wanda Hager at 751-2060. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Clip. Just a couple of guys talking football, one that knows football, one that doesn't, <laughs> Bryce Williams and I, and uh, talking about the back shoulder fade, Bryce, mm-hmm. where it's such a beautiful thing yeah, and works so often, but it feels like to me, it's just a very, like there's some luck involved to it, uh, where like if your receiver keeps running up the field, you're basically throwing up a punt for mm-hmm. somebody, you know, yeah. I, but again if it's well executed you were saying that it's almost impossible to stop because you've the receivers got his guy basically boxed out mm-hmm. and we i don't know we just saw a t higgins play that looked too easy but there's a lot of skill and maybe a slice of luck i guess that goes in, into it oh yeah what's uh like i was saying it's not even a predetermined thing most of the time it's just the quarterback making the read on where the defender is on the receiver and 
and it was really a feel thing. Once the ball's in the air, the receiver kind of automatically knows, oh, this is about to be, you know, back shoulder makes the adjustment for that catch. Because, yeah, I mean, the, he's throwing it away from the DB or, you know, defender. Um, so, really, the defender doesn't really have any any chance. How about old Deshaun Jackson still making catches uh, down the field at his age? We're about to see some Zay highlights. And uh, Zay Jones, his biggest day as a pro and had the game-winning two-point conversion in the uh, Jags win over Baltimore. So, uh, Donnie Kirkpatrick was listing off like all the great players he's coached over the years. And uh, you certainly were one of those, but it might have helped that you... Did you see him last weekend when you were mm-hmm. you and Shane? Yeah. Uh, he did mention your name at the end. He oh, went man. like Zay and Hardy and Cardin and, and Bryce. Well... So, uh, you got a mention there, Coach Bryce. A well-deserved mention, I should Thank say. Thank you. I did my best for to see. <laughs> Uh, but Zay had some ECU-like catches. I think his was on third. I don't think it was this one. No, that was Marvin Jones. I think it's this one coming up. He had a big one on uh, second or third down that got the team down the field and uh, just kind of looked like his old self. But good for him uh, yeah. paying off. Here you go. That's some Zay right there. Oh, man. That's some pretty work down yeah, at the 10. That's a good catch. Uh, Trevor Lawrence and company uh, getting it done against the mm. Ravens. I don't think that was a catch. What do you think, Bryce? They're going to say his Ooh. his ankle got down. And only got one, but so, they're saying one knee is uh, two feet, right? They're calling it like shin ankle. Oh, God. oh so shin ankle is... Is two feet. Yeah, they're making some adjustments on what's the catch now. <laughs> I know, what and I like it. it. Oh, yeah, because what was it? Was it like a few, two years ago, three years maybe? And it was like, what is a catch? I mean, I feel like that was a big talk. Yep. Of what's the catch? And they're just going through all these scenarios and... Give, I like the giving the benefit to the receiver in those oh, situations. Oh, for sure, yeah. So if they're going to ease up on those, then I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. But if they're going to keep it strict, if that went against my team, I would be pretty Oh, upset. yeah. And just Tucker hits a bomb. Nope, he's washed. Oh, he, he can't make a 65-yarder. He's washed. Oh, he needs to retire. That's pathetic. <laughs> Get out of I here. I thought he was professional. He was right down the middle, though. Dang. All right, Bryce and I watching a little NFL highlights. We could watch the uh, – ECU Temple highlights, but we'd be here all night because neither team could stop uh, anybody on Saturday, Bryce. It was a, what, 49-46? Yeah, yeah, almost 100 dang points scored. Yeah, and uh, let's start offensively. I haven't seen really a one-man takeover like that since since Chris Johnson and his days. But Keaton Mitchell, 300 total yards, four touchdowns. Mm. What a performance from, uh, from him on Saturday. Yeah, those are pretty much some uh, all-star numbers there. So thank goodness for um, Keaton Mitchell having the day he did. And obviously that contributes to you know the O-line blocking yeah. and doing their, their deal up front. Um, you know, receivers blocking downfield is a big part. And then, of course, you just give it to Keaton and his speed and um, ability. So we uh, it's nice to see because you obviously see who the uh, better player is, you know, as far as – my guy for sure guy and keaton's certainly was our guy to uh show out and you know make a fool of some of them uh temple dvs holden aylers holden aylers was out dueled by ej warner uh holden aylers had 213 less passing yards mm-hmm. and he still had a 300 yard day with three touchdowns good. that just tells you how many yards warner had like holden had yeah. a good statistical day yeah 25 of 37 314, three touchdowns, no interceptions. And you look at EJ Warner, 527 yards, five touchdowns, mm. and did have a pick. That's like his uh, 
Well, I guess well, I guess Kurt Warner threw some picks too, but that's some uh, that's some Kurt Warner stats there. Yeah, and the problem is how many of those were like contested throws? Right, they were just yeah. wide open. Bryce. Oh yeah, was it the middle of field that was um, getting getting picked off quite a bit? But uh, what was he freshman too? Is that right? Yeah, freshman. freshman. So we got a sure. uh, we we have. Uh, Molly on oh, the line. Oh, no. This isn't good. Uh-oh. What is? What you got, Molly? I, I got it. Bryce, I know you're a smart guy. You're an avid outdoorsman, and I, I admire that. But I got to throw a flag on the Asia answer. I've got to think that you heard that on the way in. <laughs> Wait, which thing? You're going back to that? We're moved, we've moved on from that. <laughs> He's saying... It took, it took me a minute to call. I still... I, you know, if not, that is brilliant personified. That is a... Which thing? He's talk- you knowing that Iran is in Asia. Oh, no, that was off the top of the head. That's all pure knowledge. <laughs> I had no idea. Wow. That, you that was a pop quiz. Body right there. Yeah, I paid attention. Dude, to that's going to stick with Molly. Molly has never been wrong on the show. Not that you were wrong, Molly, but <laughs> we, we both didn't know it. Yeah. Molly's going to be tell- asking everybody. Ask your tiebreakers, buddy. See what they say. Yeah, that was pop quiz right there. I did not study for that. Well, nicely done. Thank you. Thank you. Is that it, Molly? You boy. All right. That, that, that's going to get to Molly because he's not wrong a lot. And yeah. It's going to bug him, but I had no idea. And uh, Bryce is our geography guy. I like some geography. My dad was a geologist, but that's kind of not really geology. But it's. What is geology? What do they do? Geologists. Is, well, dad did a um, thing with like groundwater studies and yeah. things like that, and, like contaminated groundwater and things like that. But. Um, he like he went off to ECU and did like field work and went out and did all sorts of topo maps and hmm. things like that. But Dad likes maps as well, so I think that's where I got it from. How about that? Yeah. How about that? Uh, a man of the earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I like because you gotta know where you're at, you know. Yeah. Says, hey, you're in Iran. Say, like, okay, let me look at my where I got good. Do I go north, south? I go south. I may, which I'm just saying. May Here's my meeting. thing. Not only, and I may sound like a dumb American here. That's fine. I am what I am, but like <laughs> the look of when you see when you think Asian, you have a certain oh, look at sure. mine for sure. And then you so that's one factor of it, and then also the cultures, religion, mm-hmm. yeah, that's so different, right? That I I just don't put those together. No, not so, at all. I uh, feel like it could be its own little Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan, Kazakhstan, yeah, all them things could be their own little yeah that's how i feel but they're part of asia Uh so uh, i wouldn't call them asian but they are that's where they are we've got we beat asians today on the yeah on the pitch (laughs) so there you go and the reason i found that out was because they were they all kept saying iran is the best asian country left here in the world cup and i was Mm. like well how about that yeah never never would have known all right, uh, if you have any geography questions, let us know, 317-1250, or if you want to chime in. Uh, back to the game itself. Oh, people are still talking about this. Uh, Steve says, isn't Iran about 2,000 miles from Africa? Yeah, it could be. I don't know all that now. Let's see. Uh, John says he's going to call his shot. He's going to win tomorrow's giveaway. And then he's going to win the first prize of the treasure chest Thursday, December 1st. John, mm. I guarantee you will not do that. <laughs> do you know how I – well, first of all, I can control who wins. How about yeah. that? Mm-hmm. But I don't do that. Uh, keep it fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, the treasure chest will not be open 
December 1st or December 2nd. The treasure chest, Shirley Rhodes, opens up Monday, December 5th, correct? Monday, December 5th, mm. the treasure chest will open up. When you hear that sound. So what John wanted to do was win on November 30th and he wanted to go back to back days. Hmm. So sorry, John. You can still. How about this, John? How about you win Wednesday, last day of November, Thursday, first day of December, and that won't be a part of the treasure chest. So then you could win Monday. Hmm. You could go Wednesday, Thursday, Monday, right? I think that's right. So you could uh, you could try that on for size. All right, uh, Bryce, what's wrong with our defense? I'm not a defensive guru, but there was a lot of points. I guess just look at the points given up, yards, and maybe the middle of the field. <laughs> middle of the field. Well, that was but, a big uh, topic on the yeah. uh, post game. So I said, what is wrong with this team? What has happened to this defense and uh billy weaver sitting in that chair right where you are mm. bearded gentleman yep. fine guy you know like he's all right billy weaver good guy he says clip uh nothing nothing's changed with this defense teams realized that you can't run the ball on east carolina yeah which uh they had 48 rushing yards mm-hmm. we'll take that every yep. day twice on saturday yep and he said you can throw all over the middle of the field on ecu yeah houston did it temple did it Whoever our bowl opponent is will probably try to do it. Mm-hmm. And he's saying that it's been the same this entire year. Teams are are finally yeah. exploiting it. I guess and a lot of films out there now. That sounds right to me, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess you got a lot of film out there. I mean, it's I think it's great we can stop the run as effective as we can. Um, you know, the perimeter, you know, is dealt, you know, handled pretty well. Um, I guess, like I said, I'm not a defensive guru, so I mean, I don't know. Couldn't tell you what defense covers the middle of the field. I guess, well, cover three, you got, you know, three guys deep, however the linebackers drop, things like that. Yep. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they they like to, they, they found the middle of the field on us. Speaking of linebackers, saw this earlier today on social media. Uh, Xavier Smith putting out a uh, uh, little uh, written statement here. Goodness and gracious. Uh, he thanks his teammates the university uh talks about his academic advisors talks about scotty montgomery mike houston uh it says due to circumstances i've been placed in beyond my control i've now decided to transition my focus to finally getting completely healthy both mentally and physically uh, i will appear to chase my dreams uh so it's this it sounds like to me he will not be participating in the bowl game uh mm-hmm. for east carolina is he, is he a senior? Yes. He's done. So Is he looking to rest up for like the league or something? I don't I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. I but mean, uh I, I don't know. It'd be a shame to I would it'd be hard to pass up your um last you know, your bowl opportunity you know, your I guess only bowl opportunity since you've been playing. Yeah. To not go. I mean, I don't know what other issues there may be, but yeah, I th- I'd probably ride it out and finish my season out for sure. Yeah, so uh, it appears, and hopefully we'll be able to talk to Xavier next yeah. Monday and talk about that on the Players' Lounge. Uh, this was kind of I, – I don't know if this was funny or if it was a um, an answer, a direction on where ECU may go bowling, but we put up a video, Pirate Radio, of Troy and I talking about if they go to Fenway uh, and play in that bowl game 
and it could snow and be you know awful weather and all that and um it said with the fenway bowl a possibility for ecu football could a snow game be in store for the pirates and gerard stringer just quote tweeted and said no now i don't know if that's him saying no i don't want to play in the snow give me a warm bowl game destination (laughs) or if he's saying like no we're not going to that bowl and he knows something we don't Hmm. i think it's the former where he's uh saying no thanks on the snow yeah i'll take uh, a nicer weather yeah, i would bowl. take a nicer weather bowl for sure um i'm playing like i've actually never really played in the snow like that but i guess it pretty it can drop down in uh boston um what i mean what are other our bowl options besides fenway do we know that list? uh yeah let's take a break we'll come back we'll talk about some of the bowl options and opponents dates times all that we'll give you that info bryce and uh, talk more with Bryce Williams. We'll also make you a winner coming up at the end of our next segment. It's all on the way on Pirate Radio Live. Here on a Tuesday, we also have a soccer question, and we'll run this one by Bryce coming up <laughs> when we return. It's a great question, Bryce. We we'll, uh, we'll get to that when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your full-service John Deere dealer with 28 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club or visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Um, oh, man, what is this? A split cam with me and Brian? This looks funky. Yeah. It's crazy. You're like looking off. How about that? Mm-hmm. So you're going to say hi to your mom? Late. Hey, mom. That's frozen. Oh, uh, here's your soccer question, Bryce. Uh-oh. Um, I'll let everybody answer this one. Did you play soccer growing up? You'd have been I a good goalie. I did until about fourth grade, I think it was. Well, you're too good of an athlete probably. To, well, they put good athletes in goalie, but you're so tall. They usually yeah. have the tallest guy at goalie. But. I was a fullback defense so you were playing some d mm-hmm. uh mike p says if you are the goalie and have a nice thick big sturdy afro could you place the ball inside your afro and simply run full speed into the opposing goal <laughs> what do you think bryce does that count hmm. you know i don't know because there's no traveling no traveling you can touch it with your hands but i wonder i you can't, can't well, the goalie could. Well, but the goalie... I think there's a border or something. So the goalie right? can't leave the box with the ball in his hands. Right. But again, the ball That's is in true. his hair. So he's not... It just could get stuck. Right? Yeah. Or you put it up everywhere. Or better yet, if you... If you are a just a regular guy out on the field and the goalie kicks it to you and you catch it in your in afro... Your head, it's like you got to... You're balancing... Because you can balance the ball on your head. Right? Yeah. I've seen that in like Big Green or something. So I guess if you run full speed into the goal and just shake it out of your hair, then that would yeah. be a goal. 
I'm going to say goal. I'm going. Right. I'm going goal. Shirley, you probably watch more soccer than any of us. What do you think about that? I would say, for all intents and purposes, that would be a legal play. <laughs> there we it. go. I mean, you can't use your hands, but you can use any other facet of your body. Why has nobody huh. thought of this? Dang. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, if they could somehow figure out how to get the ball tucked underneath your shirt you could do that too if it was yeah. a bald goal you could put like the, the pine tar on it right yeah <laughs> yeah that is that is a viable option i don't know can you use would the umpire come out and like do tests like they do oh, on pitchers head we used to run a play called booby in the uh backyard on kickoffs mm. where it's kicked somebody fields it everybody huddles up and you everybody gets like this and you put it under one guy's shirt and we all go running out and oh, they, don't, yeah. they don't know who's no got it knows. under their shirt. It's a genius play. Yeah. I like Why it. haven't we seen that in college football? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what these teams are doing out here. But they need some innovative minds like yeah, ours. There's no creativity. I agree. <laughs> no creativity. <laughs> Just a bunch of boring stuff. Uh-huh. All right. So, uh, bowls, Bryce. Um it, it felt like, and and I'll just say I was told by a source, um, a secondhand source, a source told a source, mm, source. that uh, if ECU beat Temple, it was leaning towards ECU playing in the Fenway Bowl. Well, ECU did win that game. But uh, today, uh, more whispers in the wind that maybe Fenway wants, uh, say, Cincinnati to play in their bowl mm. and not an East Carolina or another team. Mm. So that could be their destination. So what does that mean for ECU? Uh, there are some other options we have been talking about. So Fenway is December 17th at 11 a.m. Hope it's that one, Celebration Bowl. It is definitely not that one. Darn it. That is for uh, HBCU. Schools. Oh. Yeah. Um, we will not be in the Celebration Bowl. The Frisco Bowl has an AAC tie-in, but that feels like they're going to get somebody more Western in the conference right, in yeah. Texas. All right, Myrtle Beach. How about our very own Troy D? Ear to the ground. Tweeted earlier this afternoon saying, boy, I'm really dragging this out. I'm hearing from good sources that the Myrtle Beach Bowl is still strongly in play for ECU. If that was to happen, it would be the easiest and most convenient bowl game for the fans to get to. Yes. So uh, Myrtle Beach is monday december 19th at 2 30 against uh against a sunbelt team so the opponent uh, oh i need to factor that in uh sunbelt myrtle beach acc would be the opponent in the fenway bowl you'd get a okay. crack at potentially cuse duke wake maybe one of yeah. those teams um uh, you play in coastal carolina stadium don't they yeah it's not really stadium's not great yeah. the 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 factor there is you would like that would be good for fans fans yeah. and also it'll be warmer weather obviously than yeah. boston massachusetts um let me find the bowl partner for the boca raton or does anybody have that information boca raton would be nice off the top of their head i know that would be tough for chandler to get so he's just gonna sit back in his chair he could drive down there he's got a good gas mileage right oh chandler could drive i'm saying he can't find out who the bowl oh he's stretching yeah he's got a lot going on studio b oh now he's here here we go it's gonna be tough he for wants him. to join us why do you his headphones look different now chain man has he always had those i didn't hear a word you said i didn't 
didn't have my headphones on and the spe- uh, the our mics on. So ten four. All right. Okay. What did you say? Y'all, y'all talking about me? <laughs> uh, what conference aligns in the Boca Raton Bowl with the American? I mean, I figured you know this, but jeez. Nah. Nah. Uh, yeah. Is it the MIAC? The MIAC? MIACI. Uh, the MIAC doesn't play FBS football, so I'm going to say not the MIAC. I'm going to say no. not the MIAC. Um, Mountain West? No, Mount, no, no, it wouldn't be Mountain West. Jeez, uh, not the MAC. All right, just okay. All right, um, it, uh, on their website, they're showing the standings for Conference USA, MAC, American, MAC, Sun Belt, Mountain oh. West, and also Liberty. So could be open to a number of schools hmm. it wouldn't be a uh, power five opponent how about that we yeah. could say that okay could be miak i'd like first of all, i'd like to play i meant mac not me yeah miak i'd like us to play an acc team i mean boston would be a cool time you know cool experience for the guys for sure a lot more you know exciting i mean bowl games bowl game is exciting but um boston i think would be a better time than um myrtle beach well there's another one bryce uh gasparilla i've seen people want to get into this one i believe this is the one with the sec right oh um yeah houston auburn wake yukon ucf byu all right those are the bold projections somebody said i believe it was gasparilla How about that? that sounds like a Texas that's tampa ball. tampa oh uh and it's got something to do cool. with pirates let me google the word gasparilla yeah. i wow. said something about that the other day and i got funny looks well wow. Gaspar- gasparilla there there's a softball tournament that's been going on every year down there for ages called the gasparilla softball tournament chandler i'm sure you deserve the funny looks like how did i deserve it i don't know what did you say i said it has something to do with pirates okay and what else did you say i have no idea there had to I- be more the Gasparilla Pirate Festival is a large parade uh, held in Tampa almost every year since 1904. So, uh, yeah, something to do down there with the little pirate festival. We'd fit right in. Chandler, good point. You brought that up earlier in the week. Thank you. Yep, that would be December 23rd. And I saw a fan <laughs> saying, I want to take on a bad Missouri team in that game. So you get to say, hey, we beat an SEC team. And it would be like yeah, a bad Missouri team. Yeah, done that in a while. So. so, Bryce, what is your – are you going to a bowl game? Ah, I'll take that as a yeah, yeah, well, you would know more than anybody. It was maybe Myrtle, (laughs) maybe the Myrtle Beach one. Okay, all right, the Myrtle Beach one. So, what what factors are important to you, Bryce Williams, in 2022? Is it opponent? Is that I mean, is that what it comes down to for you? For me, would be opponent. Yeah, you don't care about location, especially if you aren't going. Yeah, I think I'd be a more so opponent. Okay, so you want ACC or SEC? Mm Yep. i i tend to agree but also there is something too about playing like the ninth team in the sec and they're sitting out half their players which yeah i'm like do we even care like they're not even trying 100 percent, right yeah. so that kind of bu- bugs me i don't know where their head coach leaves because like when you played um louisiana and ohio those teams were like busting their ass to play oh yeah nobody sat out like it was like a real athletic competition. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I tend to like those more than like the Birmingham Bowl against Florida, which, Bryce, it's easy for me to say that y'all aren't trying hard when y'all are bashing each other's heads in every play. But um, I don't know. Florida 
Heck, I, what I remember about that game is their new head coach who had just got hired did an interview for like the entire third quarter while y'all were playing. Was it McIlwain? Uh, yeah, yeah, on ESPN. Yeah, and I was like, get this ass clown off the TV. Yeah, I think I remember that. And let's watch the game. Dante Fowler Fowler played in that game. Yeah, which and is then strange. Uh, and I the, cut him, got him, got him the first time, got him. Second time he was ready and. <laughs> around the top of my head i was like yikes <laughs> and then the guy pooped his pants pooped his pants oh, did you smell it people don't forget <laughs> no I was like, nah, it, don't it, forget. it, it, it was the running line. back so you were yeah, on the field the <laughs> and yeah. then uh someone hmm. someone stinky yeah <laughs> someone smells like stinky i think zig bigger tackled him or something <laughs> knocked the poop right out of him and then uh boy shane threw a perfect pass to vernon hargraves yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? The TV? Oh, when McVay yeah, got drilled? That was oh, the hit dude. of the week. He got smacked. Yeah. And uh, whatever, number 49, he just like kept on running. Well, yeah, he's, he's probably in the middle of a play. Look at his face. No. <laughs> oh, man. Right in the kisser. You know, that didn't feel good. No. Yeah, he got popped pretty good. Yikes. All right, Bryce. So you were what one and did you play in the Louisiana Bowl mm. in the Carrier Dome? I, <laughs> I don't Sorry, know. What, what year was that? Twenty twelve. Yeah. Mm, R and L Carriers. I think I might have done like a special teams thing. I really can't remember. Did you get a ring or anything? Mm. Did y'all get rings for losing bowl games? Yeah, I'm stupid. Okay, I appreciate you saying that. No, I'm not a fan of rings, and I will never wear that. Y'all got a ring for? Oh yeah, even if y'all lost, participation yeah. trophy, man. Everybody's got to get one. Remember, the team got bowl rings last year. Yeah. Didn't even play in the game. Yeah, yeah. participation, man. Can't hurt feelings. See, that's a whole different Everybody story. I like your attitude about that, Bryce. Oh, it's dumb. Might as well use it as a egg white <laughs> now I mean, it's a great time and i'm thankful for the opportunity but i don't care for i'm why would i wear a ring a ring what do the rings say just like a participant RNL carriers like new orleans bowl, bowl game participant your name in jersey no, it they didn't say, say participant but uh um what well, damn sure don't say winner it was a cool <laughs> it was a cool ring but uh it i'll just never wear it i never really oh wear i didn't my know that rings. that is lame yeah. sure i wore the same and now if i ever was to wear one i would wear the same pete's ball you know it's got hey, a man, big look uh, at that guy he's got a big old is that a super bowl ring nah man we lost the rnl carriers yeah <laughs> carrier yeah. bowl i was in it i was i went to it <laughs> i got some special teams reps um yours with the the one you wear has a big piece of beef on it right is that the mm-hmm. beef of brady's that's a hot dog it's, it's got a, a got, got a, a hot little d- mini wiener on it. <laughs> <laughs> a wiener ring. He's being serious. <laughs> he ain't being serious. No, I don't. It doesn't have a hot dog on it. But that is the bowl win. And then, did you get one for the Birmingham Bowl? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Bryce, you got a lot of rings. That, that is yeah. news to I've got bring up bad. Beef, yeah, both of my beef or Brady rings are winners. Oh yeah, played at Marshall when we won it. You got double beef. Double beef. You're two, a two-time beef champ. Two, <laughs> yeah. Holy. How? People ask you. are two time beef bowl champ? Beef, beef bowl champ. Where's the beef? Right here. Dang right. <laughs> I'm sitting next it's to it. Two time champ. Beef uh, champ. So yeah, the beef of Brady's bowl. Good memories for uh for old Bryce. Mm-hmm. All right. Um let's take a break. Jay says Boca is group of five or army. Thank you, Jay. Scott saying Mac, Conference USA, AAC. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take a break. Uh, let's open up the booty bag, Shirley Rhodes. 
Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. <laughs> All right, Shirley, what are we giving away today? A shrimp taco lunch, courtesy ah. of Chico's. Can you make them beef tacos? I ground beef. Don't know. <laughs> Why would you speak to Ellaby? The shrimp is shrimply delicious. Beef tacos. Shrimply delicious, as Mike Mollis would say. Three one seven twelve fifty. What call are you looking for? I'm going to go with caller six. Caller six. Sorry, we're back with more on Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professional at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit, love your transformation. And congratulations to Harvey Odom of Winterville. Picked up a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's. Enjoy your favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Plus, ice cold cervezas and Chico's famous margaritas are always available. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Jeez, I drunk. We just saw the uh, defensive guy for the Broncos yelling at Russell Wilson. We talked about that either yesterday or earlier today. Bryce, um... You don't have to name names. Did you ever have? I know you didn't. How many shouting matches go on between like, you know, teammates during a season? I mean, I'm sure it happens. Um, Fights, things like that. I think during the games, I never really saw any. I mean, practice guys get mad and um, chippy, mainly the linemen and stuff, linemen or linebackers and things like that. Tired of beating on each other. Probably, yeah. You know, tempers get to get hot, especially during camp. Um, I don't really recall many guys um, getting you know yelling at each other during any of the games, which is good. I guess we had good team animosity. Is that right? No, animosity is no. a uh, bad thing. Yeah, good team um, kind of kept me out here. Animo- well, you animosity say- was what I was thinking. I was looking for in the previous sentence. <laughs> so I, I say this camaraderie. <laughs> yeah there yeah. we go camaraderie yeah because I, I said a few weeks ago commodity commodity <laughs> and i and then i quickly re, i rebounded i rebounded and i said wait that doesn't sound right camaraderie animosity camaraderie. you can see where it gets mixed up they sound the same kind of big words big yeah. words all right good team camaraderie camaraderie chemistry was another chemistry uh, cohesion oh here we oh, go oh good um, good you have a plethora, a plethora of words i'm an encyclopedia <laughs> dictionary almanac all farmer, <laughs> farmer's almanac uh, thesaurus <laughs> i think that's uh, honestly Is it thesaurus or thesaurus <laughs> It's uh, Thesaurus Rex. Is it Thesaurus? <laughs> the source? Tyrannosaurus Rex. Thesaurus. I think thesaurus. it's what it's called. The size. <laughs> I honestly meant to say Thesaurus when I said Almanac. So that one's on me. That was not a joke. Dude, we're getting a little jumbled up here. Yeah. We're, uh, how about growing up uh, when we did, well, damn, I'm older. Shirley, when we did. 
so my parents had like encyclopedias at the house because we didn't have the internet so mm, like yeah we had books right shirley like oh yeah <laughs> and uh that's the way it was did you have those in your house bryce encyclopedias i don't know if i ever had an encyclopedia but i think we had a dictionary i'd look up a few words in like elementary school and stuff i had an entire encyclopedia set i had the time life like nature set that you could order like online or not order online but like order through a catalog or whatever and then you had the library if you couldn't find what you were looking for like Hmm. if you didn't have encyclopedias you had to go to the library and look stuff up in genuine books 1995 Mm. you can get time life uh child's first library of learning for 80 bucks on amazon uh but i remember those i used to like the animal ones and then that was the time that i was like learning about sports and i would learn that's kind of how i learned mascots and team nicknames and stuff oh like knowing my animals and then putting them where they were encyclopedia is pretty much the internet but hard copy pretty much yeah Yeah, the only problem without all the fun stuff well the only problem with that is is that you with encyclopedias it's not updated information so (laughs) you're only up until whatever that current year was yeah so then you had to update it by ordering another set or ordering an additional book or whatever because you know like the internet the internet updates instantaneously but with encyclopedias you're only up to whatever your limit is yeah, one year lifespan. Pretty much. I mean, they're not after one year. They're miles. Although, I mean, if you're if you're if talking history, history, yeah. yeah. Oh change. yeah, yeah. I don't, but okay. yeah, because like I've got books on like, um, you know, when I was a, a, growing up in my childhood, I remember when Mount St. Helens erupted in Washington, mm-hmm. Washington State, um and how much damage that caused i mean that was a massive eruption at that time and uh so i have like all these history books on what led up to it what were the signs uh, and and then i have a book of just nothing but pictures of what the aftermath looked like and um so it it, you know as far as history goes you can still use them but Mm -hmm. you know if you're talking about current events or trying to look up like you know the stats from yesterday or last week you're not going to find it in an encyclopedia Mm. obviously anthony tony says world book or britannica yeah i had a britannica i had a britannica set all right i don't know if this is a joke so i don't know what i'm saying here if i say something bad or like i don't know tony he said the elephant section underwent crazy revisions from 93 to 94 now maybe he's being sarcastic and that's the joke or did something happen with elephants i'm not aware of from 93 to 94 <laughs> i'm pretty sure this uh, is like a the joke. first thing that pops into my head the first thing that popped into my head is does that have something to do with alabama i don't know i don't know i mean that was a history the... professor that is true did oh, they trample yeah. a bunch of people or uh i don't know all right there you go there's your almanac uh encyclopedia all that stuff talk guinness book of world records uh also something that was updated yes. every year mm-hmm. yeah i remember you had to buy a house. book every those year those are always cool to look at yeah those are fun to look at there's some crazy world records <clears throat> if you could set a world record for something bryce what would you oh, attempt God. to do yikes i would like to do like most hours watching live sports there we go because like every sunday i go from one until after like midnight basically oh wow so like 
I feel like I could do it. Do you think there's a record of that? What's that consist of? You can't use the bathroom. You need like a bedside table potty. Yes. Well, I I couldn't leave to go to the bathroom, or I couldn't use the bathroom. You couldn't leave to go to the bathroom. Okay. Well, I'll just have to go right there on the tarp or whatever. Shit in the sit. I said sit. (laughs) You didn't. (laughs) No, you might have meant to sit in the same seat. You're making me earn my paycheck today, Bryce. (laughs) Oh my god. In the same seat, you just can't get up. All right. So you're going to have a little pee Where's pad in the living room? Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have a little pee pad. No, in the seat. Oh, in the seat. You oh can't my God. in the seat. No, you just. Cliff's going to be potty training. But I can go. <laughs> yeah, forward, but no, what if it's. Just use the water bottle. What if it's number two? Oh, well, okay. you're just going to have to hold that. Yeah. Well, just put. Some, I just want to eat a lot. I can go a day without doing that. You think it's a day is a world record? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. If we're talking, if that person could do it, then I could, I could, I could do it. Right? Maybe I think you, you might want to hit that Google box to see if that world record actually exists. And I'd be like, mm-hmm. uh, was that a? Uh oh. I hope that was gas. Was yeah. it? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Never know. You just have to sit there. All right. Well, what would be your record? You'd go for Bryce. Uh, man, I maybe I could do like. Um, longest sit in a deer stand maybe god go crazy i was trying to think of like like outdoorsy things that would be world records yeah um farthest shot that's hard oh yeah you got marksmen Um, out there of course you know biggest deer you gotta that's a whole different thing there um that's mother nature you can't control mother nature so um, I mean, it'd be cool to go on the adventure to have a world record, say, whitetail. I mean, that would be awesome to try and do that. But then again, it's Mother Nature. But I guess if you could just hunt continuously. How, like longest, um, I wonder what the longest fishing expedition is. Oh, yeah. But like amateur, longest like not like, yeah. like those crab boats or anything. Yeah. But like just you on a certain size boat yeah out there for like a week can't leave yeah well you can't leave the boat yeah uh before we well we're about out of time uh i did mention this before we got on you could go for uh biggest marlin uh tony says that would be quite an adventure like i said that's mother nature would be great but you're continuing with mother nature there fate um you uh you talked about luke fickle leaving cincinnati for wisconsin yeah and uh i said yeah he's he's at wisconsin he's been introduced he's there he's the and Hmm. you were like what about the bowl game what about his team so like what's your your take on you know it's like well i mean i'm torn i understand you know coach fickle's point of view you know that he wants to i guess get a step up in a job coach for a bigger school bigger conference um i'm sure pay and they need you now. I mean, I guess I don't blame them. But then you're always like, oh, they spout off team, team, team. And you're like, and then you're going to leave before the end of the season. So it's like, it, there's just no. Is it loyalty? I don't know. Is it a loyalty, loyalty issue or hypocrisy? I don't know. If if you, you know? blame, like, players for leaving but not coaches, I feel like right. that's hypocritical. Right. But if – I just kind of, I guess I'm too cynical. I don't, I just don't feel like there's any loyalty. Everybody's there's looking no, out for themselves. Oh, for sure. Especially in sport. I mean, I guess for um, 
pretty much life, life. a lot of stuff. Yeah. Sports, most definitely. When it's convenient, it's, you're absolutely loyal. Right. Because he does probably love those guys. Right. And he does love that team. Mm-hmm. But now he's got a new team to love. Right. And a bigger house. Yeah. That's what they say. Don't to love. Don't. I guess you got to do it while you're in it, but to preach the whole team unity. Yeah. And then you bail at the, right at the last game of the season. You're like, wait a second. Well, yeah. and they're, what, out of the championship race. So yeah. he figures, all right. Well, thanks for nothing, guys. You know, maybe. Who yeah. And you got players doing the same thing, too, that oh, are yeah. going to leave and right. go elsewhere. And again, the, they are going to buy into their team, yeah. but it's for like one year, basically. Mm-hmm. You got one year now of loyalty. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. yeah, true. So when Riley left, was that um, after the season had completed? Yeah, the season was done. Yeah, and of course, Ruff was fired after y'all's season was mm-hmm. over. Yeah, so you never really experienced like a head coach or no, thank, thank yeah. goodness. Yeah. All right, well, do we have uh, another break? We do. Uh, let's take it real quick. We'll come back. Uh, we'll see if Bryce is. We don't have a prediction to do, so we'll see if Bryce has caught a fish or shot a deer in the last week when we we'll return see. after this. <laughs> You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Quick look at your stock market. The Dow was up three points at 33,852. NASDAQ was down 65 and finished at 10,983. S&P was down six points at 3,957. That's your Wells Fargo Advisor stock market report for a personal look into investing. Uh, Give uh, Wells Fargo a call today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to you, Clip. Wrapping it up, Bryce. uh, Any updates outdoors before we get out of here today? Of course, I was able to um, take my newly brother-in-law deer hunting, and uh, he was able to get his first ever deer oh wow so he shot a big old doe out of the box stand on the new land so it took head to it was a lot i mean to the final seconds um spent five hours in the stand thursday morning and then another two and a half hours in the stand on saturday thursday evening and um sure enough big old doe stepped out and he he shot him so uh He's got his first deer under his belt. Is that all? Is that as or even more gratifying than you getting one? Having oh, yeah. some being there for the first, mm-hmm. helping out he somebody. Excited. He used the same gun I got my first deer with that my dad gave me. So it was. How cool. about that? Yeah, so it was good. He was uh, put on a good shot. She didn't go probably about thirty yards and got all cleaned up. He's now got a pile of deer meat. All right, Bryce. Well, uh, when we talk to you next Tuesday, we'll know our bowl opponent. So we'll be, there we uh, go. we'll have a game to preview at least. Right on. So thanks for joining us. Enjoyed thanks it. Thanks for having me. Shirley Chandler. See you Wednesday, three o'clock. Uh, a lot of guests coming up tomorrow, including Chris Haymeyer, voice of the Campbell fighting camels. We'll talk about their basketball team who ECU plays on Friday. Corey Glore, voice of Tulane will join us as well. Along with Jeff Charles, Stephen Igo, Patrick Mason. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.